left over there? Uh, I, I'm just trying to balance the, you know, the, the Evil G books. All right, Goins, ring Cummins. Right. We're spending way too much money. Fuck, what all? I mean, what the fuck is this? Is it, there's a bunch of commissions for Sonic Fan, or where'd that come out of? <coughs> mm-hmm. Fucking hell. But I've got an idea. Right. Money okay. making idea? Yes. This will solve all their money problems. Right. And no one will hate us for it. Right. It's a win-win situation. For us. So, yes. So, we we take the podcast, mm-hmm. and we cut it up into little 10-minute sections. Right. And we'll hide those in a bunch of loot boxes. Right. And we'll put them all in a bunch of crap in loot boxes. Right. And people pay, like, two pound a go to open them, and they have to, like, buy seven loot boxes to put the podcast together. So and actually get to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> and they might get part three first, and then be like, have, what, you can't listen to that until you listen to part one, then... And they might get duplicates. And duplicates, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that. That's sort of take your all time and get a duplicate, so what? We'll make millions! <laughs> <laughs> we won't lose a single fan doing that. Jesus, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine we turn around to everyone listening and go, and if you want to listen to us from now on, you have to pay. Uh, our traffic would get very, very slow, very quiet. I, I don't think anyone would pay £2 just for the whole thing in one go. <laughs> <laughs> Never. A, a random 10-minute part. I must think we could charge people to... Genuinely, do you think, think we could actually charge people No. To, <laughs> no. There's way better podcasts than ours, and they're just, free. Just no straight out. <laughs> Literally everything we talk about, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. You didn't even give us a lowball price, like maybe 50 no. Just not, not. No, we should be paying people. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we're becoming DNA wrestling, paying people. I do. Yeah, EA. Remember all that stuff we were talking about last time? It was like, maybe, are EA going to go and do this? And yeah, they went and did it. Yeah. Oh, like, that's right, because last time we talked about this, it was only for the beta. And then it appeared in the real game. Oh, by the way, folks, this is the Evil G podcast. Oh, yeah, thanks. This is episode 19. Is that is it, tw- is it 19? Uh, I think it's 20. No, I is think it 20? 20. I think it is 20. Oh, shit. I do actually think it's 20. Happy 20th podcast. Oh, fuck. Oh, Everybody. That's a big one. 20. Well, 20 podcasts, but I would say since, you know, going on a yearly, then 24 would be a nice one. Actually, you remember last year we missed December, so 23 will be our birthday. Second year birthday. Uh, yeah. Are we, we going to have a Christmas podcast this year? Uh, well, probably not on Christmas. We'll probably no. do something about look back at the year and um, mm, we'll do, do something. Comment on it. Because ah, we didn't. This do one was my last favorite year. thing last year. Uh, last year, you were in Japan. Oh yeah, they were. That's that's why we didn't do a podcast. Yeah, we weren't doing a podcast from mm. Japan. That wasn't happening. And you went the whole way to Japan, and I went to Galway. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed at home and played the computer. Yeah. <laughs> You had the best out of the three of us. <laughs> yeah, so that, that EA crack was fucked. Wait, I'm calling that Scott and this is Stu as well. Jeez, <laughs> we're for, forgetting Why everything. Why wave at the mic? We're feeling, I, so, we're feeling so comfortable I'm with everyone getting, now. It's just like, you, you know who this is. You, you know who we are, if you've listened. Uh, if you're new, <laughs> I guess. I guess it's still good to introduce the names. If you're new, you probably don't want to know who we are. Ah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, so as I said, I've just kept up with, uh, with EA's backpedaling box oh, saga uh, it's like yeah it's fair it's fair and then we get the most downvoted reddit post ever yeah and oh, then we're like all right oh okay we'll, we'll we'll decrease the price and that didn't help and then it's like nope. right we'll 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 turn off the pay the microtransactions pay. Uh, yeah but how, we'll turn them back on later yeah how, <laughs> how can a how can a company like ea 
be so naive. Oh, I don't know. So everyone's saying that this is this isn't gonna go down well. This isn't gonna work. It's not gonna work. Then look what happens. It doesn't even get. It was like the day before it released. Uh, didn't even get out the door. But and the, the the prices for their their in game sort of currency credits thing where you buy the heroes and then they they like had them like huge fucking like thirty thousand like or whatever forty hours to unlock one hero. Yeah, like Vader, mm-hmm. and then they 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 cut it by seventy five percent. So ten hours just. I think someone someone calculated out to get everything. I don't know if this is at the original price. It was, it was like four thousand hours plus mm-hmm. to unlock everything without paying, or you could pay two thousand one hundred dollars. Holy fuck! To get all of the content of the game, you just one. paid. Dude. I think they cost eighty dollars. Oh, that was like the super duper that's version where you get it like days earlier or something because that's a thing now you get your uh, all the DLC will still be free but if you get the deluxe edition you get you know you know what that is to me that that as well where you know that you're paying and you're getting it a week early mm. and they say you're getting it early it's like you're not really getting it early are you because you'll um you'll have your development schedule and there'll be no wiggle room in there the release date is the release date mm. You're holding it hostage for a week to yep. see if we'll pay you more money. We're not getting it early. Anyone who doesn't want to pay the extras getting it late. Yeah. Fuckers. That's exactly But see, the way uh, AAA game development is now, it's like, you know, here's what we want to do to make money. Build a game around it. You know, you've got, you need to make so much money. Here's what you get. Here's what we want out. Build something around that. It's not a sad premise though. From now on, it's like, here's a money making idea. Build a game around it instead of guys. Here's an idea for a game. Let's make it. Yeah. Here's a good story. Let's tell it. Here's a good mechanic. Let's play with it. See what happens. Well, hopefully, with the amount of tension and negative bullshit mm. EA's getting, might steer people away from that sort of thing. Maybe. Hopefully, hopefully they'll probably go try something else. Uh, they will go try something else. EA are chancers, like let's be honest. Everyone uh, shit themselves over Cyberpunk 2077 as well. From CD Projekt Red, they said they uh, wanted to... Uh, someone made something about including some sort of online component to it, and everyone freaked the fuck out that it was going to be this sort of loot boxy stuff. Right. Oh, not like a multiplayer component, just an online... It would be the multiplayer, I think we were getting that. And then, so, oh. they came out and said, no, it's still going to be a massive open world single player game hmm. like The Witcher. Hmm. Everyone, everyone, well not everyone, but a lot of big companies are giving it a go now though because Ubisoft did it as well with Origins, Assassin's Creed Origins. It has loot boxes? It, it wasn't as important. You yeah, needed... It does, right? you need I, a, I think it's I, it's a lot less... Sort of, I think it's more cosmetic stuff. I don't know. Uh. It's, it's cosmetic and you had to take over like uh, bases no, I, and things I, that you... I think the thing they don't do though is they don't they don't pad out the game with grindy bullshit to uh, try and encourage you, which is what uh, Shadow of uh, War, Mordor, Middle uh, or Middle Earth, Mordor, Shadow, Shadow of Mordor, of War, was Shadow it? of Mordor, Mordor, Shadow of, of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they can't call it Lord of the Rings though. Yeah, it's yeah, they did a, a kind of RPG style, you know, you can't go to this area because everyone's like five levels above you. And if you do, you're going to get absolutely immense. So go over to this area and grind for four hours until you manage to get here. Oh, by the way, the story... Or buy some loot boxes or you get better stuff. Yeah, the story isn't going to get you there. So you either have to grind 
doing the same shit over and over again, or you could buy oh, what you need. So bullshit. Yeah. What a dumb game. It's, it's crazy to think that a month later, this loot box crack is still like the big thing on gamers' minds. But um, the thing is, my first encounter of loot boxes was a good one. It's all, it was all, you know, Yep. this is entirely cosmetic, you know, or aesthetic. It, mm. You don't need this shit. You can play the game without it, but it's nice to get. And that was Overwatch. Ah, Overwatch. Yeah, that's fine. That's yep. the way I... I don't mind loot boxes as long as that's how it's done. See, you should think of loot boxes as, like, tipping. A completely optional thing where you're like, I just want to throw some extra money. This hmm. way, because I really like this game. It should yeah. never be like, uh, this is a shortcut to get somewhere in this game because mm. I'm being frustrated with the amount of time I have to spend. As we were saying last never... month, that the loot boxes in Overwatch do not give you an advantage over anybody else except maybe looking better. That's uh, about it. Injustice did loot boxes um, where they can give you an advantage, but you can't buy them. No, you physically cannot buy them. You can't buy them. You just get them. Um, and, and even when most yeah, people play see, competitively, the, they don't their, use that stuff. Their loot box, you two have been playing Diablo. Yes. Yeah, their loot boxes works in the same way. Is that loot? You're just progressing and you're getting better loot. Yeah, you, every, you pick yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or, exactly or like thing. any RPG where you get better weapons and stuff as mm. you go, and it's balanced so that you're getting a constant stream of stuff that makes you level up or get more powerful at a rate where you can still fight everything and not have to sit and fight lower level stuff Yep. to get things to fight the more powerful stuff. And, yep. and by the way, you know, there is a, a sense of satisfaction when you get the gear, you get the sets, mm. and you're like, yes, I got one, and... That's how you do it, EA. I don't have any satisfaction trying to unlock a fucking character I want to play. Mm. Especially, well, in fighting games, I guess. That I already bit, fucking yeah. paid for. <laughs> <laughs> but well, um, that's the thing when you when you buy a character in the like like the DLC fighting games, you get characters. You do, you download the character. You don't have to do anything to play as that character. You you've downloaded them. You paid for them. They're yours from the get go. Whereas, like, you know you, what though. You buy this big deluxe edition, and it's like, right, here's all the content, but you have to play 40 hours to get Darth Vader now. Yeah. You know what, though? It's, it's, it's all kind of our fault, this stuff. We can blame yeah. EA all we want, but, like, a couple of years ago, EA was all about the making, you know, games that people were asking for, such as, you know, people asked for Mirror's Edge over and over again, and mm. they actually went and made another Mirror's Edge, and then no one bought it. <laughs> And they're like, well, fuck you guys then. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bastards. Who the hell asked you for You want to play as Darth Vader? No, you can't. Who the hell asked for another Mirror's Edge? I don't know, crazy people. The first one's not even good. No. Holy fuck. Never Did played you... it. Ah, oh, Jesus. Can't even shoot anyone. Running simulator. Parkour. I, I know how to run. <laughs> I don't need a simulator to show me how to run. Parkour, parkour. <laughs> okay, that's... Um... I will just get angry if we talk about loot boxes more. <laughs> we talked about that last month oh, as well. fucking loot box. It became a bigger thing since then. It has it's exploded <laughs> since then. It's, it's crazy. I thought it would maybe all would have calmed down, but no. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, so let's um, get into the, the first segment. What was it called again? Through the Looking Glass. Uh, we're supposed to give it a different name. You've ruined it now. Oh, shit. No, you didn't tell me that. I yeah, thought... I forgot. Ah, I mean, it's called... Um, you had news reviews, something. News, views, and reviews. reviews. Through, the, through looking the looking glass. This month it can be called. Uh, Gundam Lamp. 
I'm just naming things in the room. I was actually just going to say, what, <laughs> what has Batman been up to? <laughs> Old blue Kylo Ren. <laughs> um, what, what is the segment we're getting into here? Because I'm lost. <laughs> this is the part where you just, um, each person takes their turn to... The news of the month. Go. It's oh, your first. Literally. What do you want to talk about? What have you been doing? Uh, no, with the, we're kind of focusing it on relevant fucking, stuff. Do you just not listen to the podcast that you're not on? Is that how that works? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to the ones I'm on. I hate, I hate, hate listening to myself. Should be more reason to listen to the ones you're not on. I, I, I do. We're listen, entertaining them. <laughs> I do listen to some of them. I didn't listen to the last one though. Right, um, so this is different. It doesn't have to be something you've done. It can be something in the news. Whatever you want. You want to talk about? No, no limits. No limits. Something in the news. That I want to talk or about. something you've watched recently, there's something, whatever. You should really put in, like, some crickets here or something. <laughs> you should have had this before you started, to be fair. Well, you, you've changed the dynamic. It's it's newsworthy stuff now. I was going to talk about books. We'll talk about oh, books, then. I read a couple of books since I was last here. Great. What, what are, were they? R.R. Haywood's uh, Extracted and Executed. I don't know what that is. Explain. <laughs> uh, it's a a sci-fi novel about uh, a bunch of people getting extracted from the point where they're about to die. They're all action hero type people. Basically, in the not-so-distant future, a kid invents a time machine, uh, goes into the future, everything's grand, comes back, goes into the future again, and the entire world is destroyed and thinks, holy shit, I fucked everything up. So he goes back in time, gets his father from his point in time where he killed himself to help him because he's fucked up the world and he wants him to help him save it. So they go about extracting certain people from points in time. So this kid has no worries about mucking up the future by taking people from. Like, well, they're all they're all at the point where they die. Where oh, okay. so they haven't. He has an algorithm that. Um, that pulls people with the right attributes from the point in time in the history where people understand that they have died. Oh, okay. And, um, but he's, he's like a, a genius, but he's a bit spacey. So his father takes over and it's actually quite a good, is this a recent book? Yeah. Cause, uh, executed was released this year, but, um, I do like my sci-fi books. I found out recently that I really don't like reading fantasy. Sci-fi is way better to read. It's way more interesting because yeah. all fantasies like uh, there's the guy with the sword and then that guy has magic. <laughs> it's like, like sci-fi's got a lot. More. Blood of Elves put me off fantasy. I got through yeah, it. Fair enough. I got through it, but at the end of it, I was like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> oh, that was the, the the Witcher books are actually quite different from most fantasy. Hmm. No, I, di- I didn't. I didn't enjoy that. But sci-fi seems to be the one thing that keeps me, keeps me reading. Um, not that it takes much to keep me reading, but you know. By the way, if anyone's got any good sci-fi books to recommend, please let me know. I've been telling you for ages to read Dean Kutzen's Frankenstein series. I have read some Dean Kuntz. Um Haven't read the Frankenstein series. It's so good. But um, this one's good. It it it's light on the sci-fi. Uh, it's mainly about you know relationships of one guy going nearly having a nervous breakdown after he gets pulled out of his timeline um but there's some good characters in it that i think you'd like um 
Like one of the guys that gets pulled out of his timeline, he's from the 1940s. He's um World War II soldier called um, Mad Harry Madden, who gets sent into Norway to on a suicide mission to basically light up an entire Nazi encampment so that they can bomb the shit out of it. Mm. Oh, he's an absolute fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd enjoy him. Sweet. Um, but it's good. It's good. A lot of military stuff in it. Mm. Um, Who did you say the writer was? R.R. Haywood. R.R. Haywood? Yeah. Is he an up-and-coming guy, or has he been around a while? I don't know. This is the first thing I've ever found with uh, with the name. I, I just randomly came across it. Is the R.R. Snaps... thing popular these days? Or something? I don't know, because it, it does appear a lot. Ah. <laughs> you say but, these days, but it, you know, it started with talking. Yeah. Ah. Which it was a long time ago. Maybe it's a, a, a writer thing, you know, it, it, you can't. <laughs> Everyone has RR in their name. Two R's. R. Right. Anyway, that's enough. So, so you're not gonna read the the next uh, song of Ice and Fire book then? No, that's different. Oh, that's different. <laughs> that's different. That one I couldn't put down because I mean, it was your fault. You what bought was my fault. You bought me the first book. <laughs> it's your fault. And you then bought and then, me a good book. And you must re- you must have told Dad to buy me the second one because he bought me the second one. It took me a while to start, but as soon as I started reading, I couldn't put those books down. I finished the second book. Uh, I remember I was sitting in my living room. I finished the second book, and I was like, ah, shit. So I literally checked the bus timetable, got on the bus, went into town, went into Eason's, bought the third book, and started reading. <laughs> that, that, that's just... I did that before. I, I like, wasn't my book, though. It was Deadwood. Oh. I bought, like, the first box set. And then watched it, and then immediately went and uh, bought the other two. Stuart's about to explode with news here. It's true. Chill out. It's true, though. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So if anyone's listening and and you've watched Deadwood before, and maybe you haven't heard this, Deadwood's coming back with a two-hour movie to wrap it up. That's basically what they've agreed to. Deadwood is... A fucking great fucking TV fucking show about <laughs> fucking cowboys and fucking just not cowboys, but the fucking old west and the gold rush and it's fucking cocksucker fucking great and there's a, the lot fucking cocksucker. <laughs> oh, <fuck> eh? <laughs> there's a lot of cocksucker. Oh fuck There's a lot of cursing. No, it is fantastic. I've actually met someone who didn't like it. What did you immediately hit them? They did you call them a cocksucker. Th- they're 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 huge history buff, and they said it was historically inaccurate. Oh. Who gives a flying fuck? <laughs> I, I know, but it is it is a what fantastic. What the hell show. does that matter? This is a man that's uh, very much in love with sci-fi and Star Trek as well. Well, that's historically that's, very yeah, inaccurate because yeah. I didn't fucking happen yet. Ah, I kind of that kind of makes sense. Like a, it's a Star Trek fan, it would be. <laughs> fucking nerds <laughs> i'm a star trek fan yep but yes i like deadwood too very excited about deadwood coming back and they've got i love the fact that the whole cast is on board it's a movie isn't it yeah it's a two-hour movie because they basically says the uh was it hbo basically says, yes sorry folks we can't give you the funding for and a whole series and they basically turn around all and- our money goes into game of thrones and we have no more yeah so the good news is though that they've been writing the script for about five or six years just to absolutely perfect it. So it's not just going to be some rushed bullshit, and it's not one of these things that you might be able to just dive into. You 
probably will have to watch Deadwood, the series, before you just jump into this film. Oh, yeah, it's like, uh, like most HBO shows, it's very character-driven. Yes. And there's a lot of development, and if you just jump in, you're like, what the fuck? Who's this guy? <laughs> I, you, you would never get an appreciation of Al Swearingen without watching. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, totally. Or fucking historically inaccurate. What the fuck? Did you know that, by the way, that the uh, in Deadwood... Uh, now, I always get his name. Is it Scott Ian from Anthrax? Is that him? Yeah. The him guitarist from Anthrax, yes. And Lemmy are in Deadwood. Uh, you mentioned that. Yeah. I don't remember. I no, really they don't. They are literally like background extras. So they are. Um, I would like to describe the scene, but obviously Deadwood is very... Um, uh, doesn't mind dropping the end bomb a lot when do you remember the little general oh yeah oh uh, yes 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 yeah. so there, <laughs> that's just his name that is his name sadly. he calls himself that he does call himself that but i'm still not comfortable I'm not gonna so. repeat it no of course not I'm no pewdiepies over here yeah no uh, well, but he's in you're line not, with and devote you, you yeah i know it's not the same context yeah, you wouldn't be using this derogatory term this is literally the guy's name and he calls it himself yeah yeah but he's in line. It's like reading Huckleberry Finn and going, oh, I can't read I that line. I think his name is actual, actually Samuel Fields, but whatever. <laughs> mm. But what's the scene when he's in line waiting to vote? You see Lemmy and them two in the, yeah. in the background just standing. Uh, is that where he is? He has Steve the Drunk in the wheelbarrow? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> After he gets kicked in the head with a horse. horse. Oh, fuck. What a show. Ah, uh, Steve the Drunk. <laughs> Yeah, he fucked a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I did not fuck the sheriff's horse. <laughs> oh, what a show, hey? It, I remember, oh, fuck, being told that season four wasn't coming. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, how, the way it ended and all, we... So it, unsatisfying. I know. Uh, George Hurst. George just, Hurst, I was trying to remember. Just rolling name. on out of there after being an absolute oh! Like, like, someone shoot that fucker. <laughs> what is... Everyone's looking at him, too. Just, You've got, like, Sai on the balcony. He's fucking gun out and all. He's like, just fucking do it. Sai, you've been an absolute bastard the whole way through this. This would completely redeem you. But oh, no, he can't. He's a scary bastard when he goes mad. Oh, he yes. Is, uh, yes. Uh, power, power, thing. Uh, Powers Booth is very good. Oh, he's a brilliant actor. Brilliant actor. I love it when he first comes into town and there's, like, the, the power fight between him and Al. That's amazing. The whole what do you call his? It's the gem and the fuck always. Oh, like, uh, Bella something. Ah, the Bella. Ah, Bella yeah. Union. Bella Union. Yeah. Yes. yes. Fuck, I love Deadwood. Oh, Deadwood. So, some of some of size one liners are great. <laughs> I, he's so like menacing. Yeah. He's like he's. I don't know. I can't remember what part it was. I think they posted something up. Um, I think it may be one of the. Uh, the herbs that says something to him. Uh, he's over being all happy because he's he's got some angle, yep. and then someone says something to him, another outburst like that and collect you a broken jaw. <laughs> and, then, and he beats. <laughs> and he comes around and like, I don't know why this gets me, but it's just like when um, you know, Timothy Elephant's character, um, Seth Bullock, he's the sheriff. Yep. And there's all rumors about him annexing into Montana because he's from Montana. And mm-hmm. then he just comes up and he's like, Sheriff, with all these rumors swirling around you, how do you keep your hat on? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> One of my favorite lines about Bullock is from Al 
You know when he's... I know what you're doing. He's, 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 what is he? Is it, he's like a horny or a randy fucking... <laughs> no, it's like, there's a sheriff strutting out like a randy maniac bishop. <laughs> <laughs> That's the start of season two. Oh. That was an amazing line. Right, right. You have to watch, if you have not watched, you have to watch Deadwood. It is one of HBO's Best. great, great uh, shows. I mean... Look, it's it's not their... I wouldn't say... It. Like, it is one of their best. It's not the best. It's my favorite. Mm. Their, their best one is still probably The Wire. I know everyone says that, but... I wasn't a big fan of The Wire. That's the thing. That's uh, really good. I know, it's, it's a bit of a... You see, uh, I'll very quickly talk about this. Obviously, you had the wire, and around the same time, you had the shield. And the shield, I loved the fucking shield. And the shield was more my cup of tea, though. It was Vic Mackey, you know, kicking down doors and punching guys and sorting shit out. Where the wire was more case building. And yeah, that's why the, it didn't the, work for me. The Wire's a very methodical show. Yes, where the shield's more, uh, here's my fist, I'm going to ram it into your chin. I think about the shield, has got no one... Well, it kind of does have its good guys, doesn't it? Of course. It? you got the Dutchman. Yeah, that guy. Right, tangents aside, back to... As well as reading books, I've been <laughs> playing Overwatch again. Um, because... Well, uh, we were playing it quite a bit before uh, it happened. Really but um, Moira has arrived. Oh yeah, there's a new we character. Have, we have an Irish character. And she has some of the best voice lines in the game. Oh, she does. That's the first thing I did once we got Moira, we went in and buy her voice lines. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully she does not say, top of the morning to you. That would wait. No, yeah, no. yeah. No, instead she goes, the state of you. The state of you and... Uh, it's grand. It's grand, yeah. And so um, there's another one. What are you on about? What are you on about, yeah. What are you on about? What, what, I haven't heard anything. What's, where's, whereabouts is she her is, accent? She's from Dublin. Aye. She's a bad guy. Okay. And uh, the actress is an Irish actress from mm-hmm. Dublin. I haven't so. just got someone doing a, an Irish accent. They actually have got someone. She's Irish-Australian, but she was actually born in Dublin and lived there for like... She's been in Star Wars, the actress. Uh, she's been in episode three and Rogue One, and then her character was in episode four. She's obviously episode four had a different actress, but this girl then played the character in episode three in Rogue One. Okay. So uh, I'm sure if I showed you, you probably know who she was. But I think, yeah. I think I know who you're on about. But she does um, the voice of Moira, and Moira herself is a bit of a handful to deal with. To put yes. It lightly. Yes. Um, she's a. a a, such a versatile character. An assault healer is how I'm going to describe her. She does. She is a bit of a... a she can pack a punch. Yeah. So she is the most offensive healer there is. Because mm-hmm. um, Lucio used to, I would say, own that uh, title. In my mind, she she combines a lot of... Um, you know, you got Zenyatta, uh, Symmetra... Um, and a Tracer. Tracer, yeah. And I think I think that's about. There I was another one I had in there, but uh, but uh, she can be quite devastating. Oh man, especially when you're in trying to defend a point and your point's in a closed room and she just throws a bubble in there. Yeah, and or she's just running around just mincing people. The thing is, did you know that uh, if they hit you, they actually slow you down? Oh shit, no. Yeah, they slow you down if if an orb passes by you and connects. You're slowed. It's the same way that uh, um, if you run past Symmetra's turrets, each oh, yeah. turret that hits you slows you slightly, mm. um, so that you you can't get away from them as, as fast. But 
She is. She is absolutely devastating. And apparently, she d- can do a ton of healing mm. if she's played right. There's a balance there because you have to recharge the healing with the damage, because you have to damage other opponents in order to recharge your mm. your healing. I thought it was just cool the way she came out of nowhere. Yeah, I didn't expect her at all. Just, just Overwatch up one then. Boom, like, there she character. was. <laughs> yeah, that's not like Blizzard to draw out the fucking unveiling of a new character, is it? Yeah, they did that last time, and oh, Doom he, just went on for ages. They've done that every. Do you remember Symmetra, the ARG, just kept oh, going, Sombra. or Sombra? Mm. What did I say? Symmetra. Yeah, she's a, was there from the start. Yeah, Sombra's <laughs> um, ARG right. bullshit just kept going, and everyone's like, oh, at, at first, like, oh, this is kind of fun. This is like she's hacking the, the uh, forums and stuff, and then just kept going and going. Is like, get all sort of fucked off with us now? Would you stop it? I've, I actually have played her a few times now, and she's actually quite a good character. Oh, but I have tried. I've tried to play Doomfist, and I just can't. Nah. It just... I get it. I'm not that good at the game, but it's just... He runs out of attacks too quickly. My voice goes high-pitched when I'm annoyed about things. <laughs> Everyone's he, does. He, he, he does. Like, you throw a punch, and like the guy's main thing is throwing a punch, and then you can't throw another punch for four seconds. And four seconds in Overwatch is a long fucking time. But we came across a player. Um, Whoever he is. Maybe he, had a, he had a golden fist, so obviously he's been grinding for a while with Doomfist in uh, competitive play. But he beat the Christ out of everyone. I mean, it went straight from his punch into the uppercut, got you in the air and you were dead. He was killing tanks, There's everything. always one. Could not touch There's him. There's always someone that figures out every character. But couldn't touch able him. To do witchcraft he was with holding them. that team together himself, though. You tried to get. We were in um, Temple of Anubis. Temple of Anubis, trying to get through the first archway. Literally, you peered at the archway and you're dead. You just got punched and you were gone. (laughs) Just punched. (laughs) Right. That's probably. That's probably. And we can't go back to this being an Overwatch podcast. I know. know. Again, I think it's well established that we love Overwatch and and Evil G Studios. I've gone back to playing Injustice again because we got some new characters. Got to play as Hellboy. I thought that was good. This was going to be Stu's thing. Well, okay. we can we can segue into Stu now. I mean, we're, right, we're half hour in here, and you guys shut the fuck up. He hits like a big tank. That's that's what I'm happy about. He's just he's big brawler, so he's my type of character. Do we do we mention the other? Ed Boon is the fucking man. <laughs> oh man! I have to buy injustice now. I <laughs> know. Because he's telling you buy injustice for. Your- Months? I did, I'm not gonna buy Justice for DC stuff. I don't even. But then you put the turtles in there, and I'm, ah! I'm all over it. It's probably it's probably gonna be like it's one character, isn't it? It's I have all a four. theory about this. Okay, I think he's gonna be like Triborg. Yeah, it could be. Like you pick the turtle you want, depending on your loadout. Yeah, that's they'll well, have all the same basic moves. Then special different moves specials, and, which will evolve their weapons. Exactly. But then the way Injustice works, you can have uh, a loadout for each turtle, so it's just a matter of picking your turtle when and if you want them. Mm. Okay. Since we know Ed Boon is an avid listener of our podcast, yes. probably. So Talk about him don't, don't Don't make Mortal Kombat 11. Make a turtle fighting game. Yeah. Just, just, just do that. Tur- turtles Tournament Fighter 2. Imagine that. I don't know who owns the rights to that. April okay. O'Neil coming in with the camera, Just, smacking people. Oh, there's loads of characters in the <laughs> Turtles universe you could... Yeah, there are. Yeah, you there are. you oh, could use. They're so good. They're too good. 
you have your big characters, you have your fast characters, everything. Uh-huh. I'd be totally playing Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, me too. Uh, we both play the heavy characters all the time, so, you know. Speaking of heavy, heavy characters, I guess that's a good segue. Let's talk about Thor and Hulk. All right, then. I saw that film twice. It's Ragnarok. I, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, it is by far the most comedy-heavy Marvel movie there has been, including Guardians yeah. so far. And I, it works. But it works, yeah. It's really good because of it. from start to finish. I mean, anyone, every, anyone who said they didn't like it because it's too too much leaning on comedy, cat. <laughs> I, I've actually I've actually met other people other than cat that have made the same claim. And well, that, they're all wrong. You got to think. You know what's wrong with you? Why why don't you have joy in yourself? <laughs> Thor is when you think about it. Thor is a big silly character. Like, yeah, I mean he's, he's goddamn. Um, thunder god <laughs> he's the god of hammers <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the hammer pulled you off <laughs> and, oh. it, and it begins but it is a f- fantastic mashup of uh planet hulk and ragnarok uh, i, and I loved it. Was amazing, it i mean the the story on asgard is detached enough from everything that goes on beforehand mm. but when they come back to it, it's 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 still fun. It yes. gives it's a big bad, and it's a good story. Yep. But I don't even give a shit about that. It's all the stuff that goes on everywhere else. It's just got such snappy, well written dialogue. Yeah. And it's also really well delivered. Yeah. So the the scene on Earth I thought was very good as well. Oh yeah. Just. <laughs> I have like... been falling for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a witch? No. Why are you dressed like one? <laughs> Thor, tell Loki this because he's dressed in a black suit. Oh, so good. Uh, Loki, Loki gets up to take on uh, Doctor Strange. He's like, oh, I have enough of this. <laughs> I, I still, I still don't like him. You oh, still don't really like, him. like Benedict Cumberbatch. His big fucking American accents really distract him because <laughs> it's bad. They stuck his gloves on him, the yellow gloves, mm. which this is the first thing that drew my eye. Is like, look at his gloves, look at his gloves, look at his gloves. Did he not have those in the, in the film? <laughs> he didn't have those in the film, no. no. He doesn't. Yeah. The, um, Great film. Yeah. I, I really like what they did with uh, the, the, the Valkyrie stuff. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's yeah. a drunk. Ah, yes, right. <laughs> He's mine! Just falls off. <laughs> Uh, that was good. No, but, it's it's not it's not the same Valkyrie from the comics. You mm. know, it's not Broomhilda, but it's like I think you see Broomhilda for a second in that flashback. Yeah, that flashback was cool as fuck. Yeah. as well. See the thing, it, it's a mashup of, of two different stories, and they do change a lot, a yes. lot about it. I mean, uh, Korg and Meeks are just literally nothing like. What they were in, in Don't Planet say Hulk. That they are better than their comic counterparts. But uh, I think you have to. They were fantastic, and and Korg just steals the fucking show. <laughs> he does. Hey man, <laughs> you want to join the revolution? <laughs> me, me, and my would friends be, are going to get on this ship you, here. You want to come? <laughs> would you be interested? Is that something that would interest you? <laughs> you know who we even haven't mentioned yet? Who? The Goldblum. Uh, oh Goldblum. yeah. <laughs> The gold bloom is why you why you give me the disintegrator stick? Come on, come on. He, he just he just he, he's, uh, he's, he's just gold bloom. It's just <laughs> it's literally right. just Jeff Goldblum. 
It's my birthday. <laughs> oh, that probably, if you haven't seen this film, us just saying random lines from it. But that's the best thing. They're not even spoilers. It's just us laughing. Oh, it's, I'm Copham's fucking brilliant. Um, <laughs> uh, who else is in it? Oh, uh, what do you call her? I don't know. I can't remember her name. Plays Hella. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Right. She's fucking brilliant. She, she actually has a couple of wee funny one and Carl Urban, her henchman. She has a couple of wee funny one-liners herself. But that woman is forty-eight years old. What? Damn, damn! She looks good in that film. She does. Holy shit! Yeah, remember she played the elf in Lord of the Rings or something? Was that her as well? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, she was the white. She looks better as hell. Is that the one that goes all scary face? And she, he, Frodo offers the ring and, and she like turns into the weird... And she's like, oh, I resisted temptation. Oh, good for me. Now go play a good character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really like Hela from, from comics as well. Yeah. It was very well done how they they done the whole thing as well. Because obviously in the comics, isn't Hela meant to be Loki's daughter? Yeah, but... but the, and, it well, a bit. it's more like... That's from Norse mythology, really. Mm. They're getting out from it's but then you'd have to go into Norse mythology which uh, is yeah. all very all over the place yep. Wait, every, everyone's they... everyone's fucking daughter and the, what the fuck's going on how can I forget one of the best lines in the film oh shit just no context no context, no context. No. just oh shit. Oh, oh shit it's so well done <laughs> Is there a really good, oh, ca- really good cameos in there as well? Oh my god, the we play? <laughs> Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Sam Neill, <laughs> and Chris Hemsworth's brother. Don't know which one. One of them, uh, Liam, Liam Hemsworth, the one that was in the Expendables. Ew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that 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 was just from the start to the finish. I was just in stitches. Absolutely amazing. Oh, the interactions between Thor and the Hulk are fantastic, oh, too. fuck. Hulk was actually unintentionally hilarious in that film. What was he kept calling him? Baby arms. <laughs> baby, <laughs> arms. <laughs> baby arms. I had the, I had the back and forth between them two just hurled insults at each other. The, the bit where Thor was the walk out of the, the room. And he fell asleep. It's Thor a naked is, Hulk. He's Hulk in a hot tub. Thor's sort of getting angry. He's kicking things. He just lifts like, Thor, stop kicking things and just throws a fucking thing at him. Thor <laughs> <laughs> Valkyrie's leaving the room as well. And he, Thor just jokes his I needed to stay. He just lifts like the, the, this big fucking jawbone of some skulls of monster and that's part of his bed and throws it. And he's like, Stay! Please. <laughs> <laughs> He says, please. <laughs> oh, there's clearly something going on there between them two. Not not that way, but they, they were very friendly. Uh, I think they trained together. I think that's what it was. The idea was that they, they trained together. But when he, when he got out of the hot tub, he was all, it's Hulk in a hot tub. Oh, it is a naked Hulk. Oh, that's in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that would make any man feel very inadequate. <laughs> I love the part where... Um, Right, if you've seen a trailer, you know there's an arena fight between yes. Thor and the Hulk. It's like Hulk grabs him and does the you know slamming Thor down the same way he did with with Loki, Loki in the Avengers, and Loki just goes, "Yes, that's how it feels." <laughs> 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 oh, 
fucking blew out the mic. Yep, oh. sorry about that. <laughs> oh, so good. Right. Oh, great so film. I think that's a, a, a resounding uh, recommendation from everyone. Fuck yes. Uh, just one last thing to add: best use of the immigrant song in a film. Oh, yes. hell yeah! Ever <laughs> twice, twice. It has both the second best and the best <laughs> use of the immigrant song in a film. So shoot. No, more stuff. So obviously, Other from thing. going to the very comedic side of Marvel, we're gonna go to the. That's mad that this these two things are exist in the, same in the same universe. One minute you have a big green guy and uh, the god of, god of hammers running around having adventures in space and being funny, and then the Nord thing you have a guy pushing his thumbs into a guy's eyeballs and oh, popping them. That was so satisfying. It was. No, oh. it, it wasn't no, satisfying. A, don't don't get into it much because you get too spoilery. Uh, who who? Fucking, I'm not yeah. going to give it. Just the punches before the eyes. Uh, where where the hold on the, hold the, on. What are we talking about here? <laughs> I'm talking about Big Frank Castle. We're talking about the fucking Punisher on Frankie C. Frankie C. <laughs> oh Jesus! I can't unhear that. I I got I got uh, four episodes in, and it was a little. I was I was confident. It's like this is my second favorite Marvel TV series that has been released so far, and I got to the end of it and I was like, still. Yes, I was right. Second favourite. So good. Yeah. Um, the opening episode, obviously I'll try and keep it as spoiler free as I can, but <laughs> it was class when he found a new home for the hammer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is, a, it is a very... It's. I think it's definitely one of the most violent things Marvel's oh, yeah, ever done. super, super violent. Like the, the Netflix stuff has been... It doesn't really hold back in the, the impact it has, mm. except for maybe Iron Fist, which... All the punches seem like wet farts, uh, but um, yeah, this is this takes it to a whole other level. I, uh, I mean, do you remember Daredevil season one when Kingpin took your man's head off with the door? Yes. Or when your man just stuck yeah, his he head stuck in, it in the pipe? Yeah, in the pipe. Yeah. So that that was very Jesus. This was like, oh man, this was fucking hell. I fucking don't know how he was walking around by the end of that series. <laughs> Buckets are clear. They need they need to hold back a bit though, because like. If we're gonna have more Punisher stuff, you gotta wreck him, like, cause he's—he's he's almost dead. Numerous times. That I've seen this but really cool thing Marvel do, by the way, when they're—I uh, don't know if they do it with everyone, but um, so do you remember it was season two? Obviously, Frank first showed up, and he gets into a fight with—I can't even remember who he's fighting. Ah, it's the prison fight. Sorry, he gets stabbed through the arm with a blade. You see, in the Punisher. There's a big scar across his arm. So, like, what they do is they mark... Yeah, like, the continuity. They have a, like, a fucking... A, just a, a chart of Frank Castle and every injury he takes, if that part is shown in the scene, we need makeup for that, right? We need a scar here. We need this. We need this. We need this. Yeah. He's just going to be calluses by the end of the fucking third series. <laughs> complete lump of scar tissue, man. <laughs> that, that will be... You end up looking like Deadpool. <laughs> But unbelievable he takes so scary. much punishment through oh, that. Oh, fuck. Aye, he hands out as much as he takes. He hands out tenfold what he takes, but, true, yeah. but he takes a lot. <laughs> he does. Yeah, it was, for me, it, like, I really enjoyed it, but I thought it was uh, got a wee bit lost in the middle where it sort of was... It seemed like it was maybe padding itself out a wee bit too much. It I do, was I do meandering. Um, where I think it, it needed to be a bit more snappy there. Mm. Uh, it's just the, the the subplot there. There's a, a subplot that runs from a like a 
a soldier that's that's come back from Iraq or Afghanistan where he's been he's he is I did like how they showed that though how um you know yeah everyone has this idea in their heads that you know uh soldiers just come back and live a normal life and it's well like, yeah yeah the the big theme of it was the the treatment of specifically u.s soldiers uh, and the ptsd and not being able to adjust and that was not saying it was it was pretty heavy-handed how they uh, <laughs> they weren't subtle about it at all no not at all okay. his friend kurt was very cool again yeah yeah group. uh He's he's missing a leg. Uh, yeah, he was very cool. I thought I really liked. Him. I, I like the way they, they didn't say, "Oh, he's got, he's he's missing a leg, but he can still fight." No, I was like, "No," I was like, "That's that." He gets a shit kicked out of him at one point because mm. he's missing a leg. I was cool how he tried. He knew that obviously the guy was going for the leg, and he did everything he could to defend that leg. But yeah. once it was, that was out, a that was a very very visceral brutal fight I was, was yeah. fucking things very visceral and brutal uh, the fight scenes that were Punisher is what you oh, so what you wanted I think it's the, 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 the finally the screen version of the Punisher we can be per- your man yeah. Berthel is he's so good perfect uh, let's quote let's quote some of his lines from that he does a lot of he just be shooting and then he's you're like oh fuck it's just absolute rage the part where he brings it to fuck what is it M60 oh the big belt that's the M249 saw he's like I'm coming for you he brings it he's just you're like see see when I'm playing PUBG and I get that that's what I feel like and then I start shouting like that and then I get shot Oh, and then you <laughs> Yeah, do shit like that. <laughs> On like Franco, you just can't take a shot and get up again. <laughs> can we say though, right? And this is not just me saying this because I'm obviously a huge Punisher fan. Can we say though that Frank Castle is the toughest motherfucker in the Marvel universe? Well, in the cinematic universe. I don't know if he's. I don't think tougher anyone... than Hulk. <laughs> but if Hulk took the equivalent beating that he took, you think he'd be still standing? What is the equivalent beating? I, I I don't know, but okay. Put it this way: he is the toughest guy who doesn't have powers. I think How, he's how's that? Cap. Uh, I don't think well, Cap could take that abuse. Cap technically has powers, and yeah, he could. I don't know. <laughs> Some of the shit that he goes through. <laughs> he gets shot a lot. A lot. I don't think it'd be possible for Cap to take that punishment because, like, he, right. Take the Punisher out of that film, put Cap in. It's over in uh, he seconds. Is. He gets stabbed quite a bit and cut. Oh, jeez, I Some little stabs. And there's the arrow as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> that but, was a great episode. In all fairness, you know, he does need a lot of medical attention throughout <laughs> the thing. He does. <laughs> he does. It was weird, though. He, he still looked way more beat up in Daredevil. Do you not think? Like, you know, like the whole way through Daredevil, he just looked battered. Whereas in his own series, I think because it was focusing on him more, you couldn't have him as... At one point, and... his face was black, literally just black and blue. Mm. That it, it was just... <laughs> that was it. <laughs> but all the, I thought all the side characters were great on it as well. I really liked yeah. the woman... Uh, except Karen Page. Except I fucking hate her. <laughs> But she doesn't count. Um, no, I really liked your woman, Madonna. I thought she was very good on it. Madonna, yeah. Madonna was very good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you know what I liked about her, though? She was a fucking badass. But they didn't push it on you. They just naturally showed that she was a fucking badass. It was class. FBI agent Madonna. Ah, 
She was really cool. And I'm still convinced, and maybe I'm just being weird about this. Security. I think the woman that oh, played yeah, her right. had a, a boob job just before the show. How do you figure? Well, do you, do you know the way that it was like the Marvel show and they had no problem? Like, do you remember Luke Cage and uh, Jones and things? They didn't have any problems showing boobs and stuff. Your woman obviously was obviously getting busy a few times, but she had the she had the straps around her the first time because she'd been hurt, and then every other time she was out of focus or just off camera. I don't think they've actually shown any out and out nudity though. No, no, uh, not full on nudity, but point. I'm pretty sure in give me just her and give us I'm I'm not getting naked. Take her on, but Maybe. she does. She does. Yeah, well, I mean, you, see, you see a full on you know side mm. everything. What do you think of the bag? The well, we can't obviously say anything, but what do you think? Let's mm. say bad guy number two. Oh, that was that was good. Wait, um, which one was number sort two? Of, <laughs> the one that made it to the last episode. Ah, oh, right. Uh, sort yeah. of knew the second I saw him. Oh, you knew? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't, which, you know. See, I heard the name and went, ah! I've never read uh, much Punisher. Oh, no, wait. I didn't know who he was. Oh, right, okay. I knew he was going to be a bad guy, but there, there, right up there. No, you see when I saw him do the, the thing, the thing with the head, and the, uh, the, uh, the uh, and I was like, oh, oh, I know what you're at. <laughs> with that, that scream. Oh, that scream was <laughs> fucking horrifying. Oh. I hope that Have we just spoiled that Punisher sort of punishes mm. someone? <laughs> of well, it's kind of, it's kind of in the name, he has to. <laughs> But yeah, uh, when I heard it was very clever. I won't discuss it on because that would be a spoiler. But afterwards, I'll I'll chat these about that because I thought that was very well done how they, they changed that and all. But yeah, um, the the comic book world for TV and movies and stuff, well for Marvel at least, has been on fire at the moment. Scott, I know you watched Justice League, and um, I did, I did. The less said, the better. Just says a load of pants. No, it's not a load of pants. Oh, for fuck's sake, it's some pants. Some pants. But it's it's like all right, that, that's a bit pants, but it's not as bad as other attempts. All right, so is it better than Man of Steel? Okay, on par with Man of Steel. Right, yeah, okay. yeah. I know where you're at. Right, so it's on par with Man of Steel. Okay. There, there's some like they they did try to go lighter. Uh, they've learned their lesson in that, and they they understand they can't take themselves too seriously. But they're trying to ham fist a lot everything of comedy. Still covered in a thin layer of grime. Yes. <laughs> I um, fucking hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like why is everything dirty? They're trying to ham fist in a lot of comedy now. Um, even from characters you don't expect it from. Mm. Like you know, I get you know in some iterations does of ben Batman, a- he does, does ben make Affleck quips. Do the Batuzzi? He does, he makes oh, does it go full George Clooney? He makes a quip or two, but they're relevant and they're actually, they're not too bad. There is, no, there is no humor <laughs> in that man. No. I would get past it if he was doing it as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But Batman don't quip. Nope. Some of it is in relation to, you know, uh, kind of coming off of the Flash's comedic timing. I hear timing. he's very good. He is, he's good. I like the Flash. I actually liked Cyborg as well. And they're... There is a portion in it. Now, this isn't a spoiler because DC didn't even hide the fact that, yes, Superman comes back in this. Oh. But when Superman comes back, there's a little bit of a Superman unhinged part of it. Mm. That was my favorite part. That was my favorite part of the entire thing was just seeing him, you know. Showing you what he really could do. Yeah, because he kind of goes off in one. He's a little bit confused. And uh, these four people that he doesn't well know have just 
are there, the Turned empires. Up doorstep. <laughs> yeah, so he goes off one, starts fighting them, and he. And then Sub Zero came, and then. <laughs> then the <yeah>. turtles. <laughs> the turtles showed up, and Hellboy was there too. <gasps> There, there's a fantastic part where uh, the Flash r- jumps into action to try and take on Superman, and at this point, no one has reacted to him while he's in the Speed Force, like going, God knows how fast. Everyone's just standing still, and he's starting to run around Clark, and you just see Clark's eyes dart to the left to look at him, and Flash's face when he sees his eyes move is just. Oh yeah, you know you done fucked up now. Superman <laughs> 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 turning, but um, I would watch it if you like comic books. Watch it. the The villain and the main plot of the, you know why they're doing what they're doing. Forgettable. Flat, flat on his face. Yeah. You know, Steppenwolf is like, ugh, why? But are we, I get are it. Are we all no. gonna do it? The bad guys called Steppenwolf. <laughs> Born to be wild. <laughs> Well, Steppenwolf is, uh, he's one of the new gods, and they sort of make reference to new gods because he mentions the old gods died. Mm. Um, he is Apocalypse's uncle, I believe. What? Who gives a fuck? But, uh, you know, they're, they're introducing the, the, the new gods, so that is going to be the bigger Once story. Again, no one cares. You didn't earn this. You can't just jump into big new god stories. Go away. So I'm guessing that's going to be, well... Obviously, Marvel have been building and building and building very, very well to Thanos. Whereas they just went in and went... Boom! Here's Darkseid! Well, no, they didn't well, even... not they yet, but... They, they, they just running in there, blowing their load. They, they, took, <laughs> they took a big leap, leap right to the end, where they went, right, here we are, and this is what we're going to. Mm. Whereas Marvel have been building for years. Um, right. we, we have no more time left for DC. Yeah. I haven't yeah. even gone yet, and we're almost at an hour. Shit, I, man. I'd, I'd, I'd give it a, a 6.5 out of 10. What? Don't start giving scores now. You're like going through two other things. Well, I couldn't. Meh is is not a. That is. Meh is good is enough. Perfectly acceptable. All right, Colin, what you been up to? Right. So first thing I want to talk about is a game. What's a game? Called Doki Doki Literature Club. Doki Doki what? Doki Doki Literature Club. Doki Doki Literature Club. Literature Club. Sounds As exhilarating. Reading stuff. Yeah, literature. Yeah, okay. Right. So basically, I'm going to show you the Steam page. This isn't going to play very well on podcast but everyone at home if you're at home bring up steam don't and bring up the page Fuck so you can as you can see here this looks like a type of game it's that's called a visual novel ah it's not a game man it is a that's a game interactive it's, story. yeah well that like so vision novels are usually the what they fall on their games but like usually there's choices you make that affect the flow of the story that's mm-hmm. the interactive mm-hmm. part okay so uh, a lot of these are dating simulators, which is what this is one is looks like. Now, it's all very cute anime girls and stuff whenever there's a lot of pink. Yep. But you notice... Um, wait, they've changed that. The bastards. Oh, dear. This hasn't turned out well. What did it say before? So, you're playing a dating simulator. Oh, no, no. Simulator. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, you'll notice there that uh, there's nothing that says that this is anything but a dating simulator sort of thing. Right. That, but uh, you'll notice there in the description it says this game is not suitable for children or those who are easily disturbed. Why? Right, right. Well, she looks slightly depressed in that one picture. Okay, where, so yeah. basically this game isn't isn't actually a dating simulator. It's a murder simulator. It's a horror game. What? It's a little bit fourth wall breaky horror game. 
Okay. So I, d- I wish I didn't know this, but the only reason I played it is because I knew this. It's like halfway through the game, the characters start realizing that so, there's a perv sitting at the other side of a PC watching I, them. That's called call a perv. Kind of. Did I just guess? <laughs> oh right. So this is. I, I'm gonna get really spoilery here. So um, if you if you don't want to know, like flip forward like three minutes. Let's say. There it is. Um. So basically, what happens is you go through the normal pass, and um, so you've got like the the different characters. There's the really cheery uh, childhood friend. There's the sort of uh, very shy. Uh, that girl with the black hair and she's mm-hmm. very into books and then there's the what is known as the Sundari which is the grumpy wee shite that one there typical Japanese um, high school so yeah it's, it is all very typical of it and then you get to the point there's one other character as well that isn't one of the the characters you can pursue and she's the president of the club so you get to the point where it's like your uh, the best friend character you basically get the, the thing that they tell her you love her and um, she ends up like she's been really happy up until this point, and then she tells you that she's been depressed her whole life, like seriously depressed, and she's all like, "Oh, I don't know if I deserve this," and like you tell her it's gonna be okay. You part ways. The next day you come in, she's hung herself. She's dead. Holy shit! <laughs> and it says that's the end, and then it goes back to the title screen, and then you get all this pixelization and and uh, uh, interference. And her picture on the front cover is all fucked. Like, it's all, like, all over the place. Like, it's um, distorted and all. And the, you start the game again. And then she comes running up, and then it suddenly she's gone. And it's like, oh, right, so I walked to school with my best friend every day. And, this, and then it, it, like, goes all fucking scrambled again. It's like, no, wait, no, I walked to school myself. Um, and it goes through. Then you, you follow one of the other girls. And, and then, like, the, the one that's that's really into reading the books and all. And she's really smart. But then it turns out she enjoys cutting herself. What the fuck? Now, what has happened is the other character that isn't one you can, can pursue has become sentient. In the terms of the actual game. And you are not playing as a character in the game. You're playing as you sitting there in front of the keyboard playing a game. And this character is sentient. She's going in and changing the personality of the girls, so you'll pay attention to her instead of them. And she eventually goes in and deletes them from the folders. You can then go into the game folder, and she starts leaving messages in the game folder on your computer, and you read them. And eventually, like, it comes to where she like has deleted everyone. She's the only one left, and has having a direct conversation with you. And you're sort of stuck there with her face just staring at you, and it's so fucking disturbing. And how you beat the game, you have to go in and delete her character from the thing and it all starts over again. This it sounds like a fucking fantastic it game. It is amazing. I wish I... I would like to see someone who thought it is a dating sim and is playing it because of dating sim and then just get totally fucking freaked out when all that shit happens. That would be fucking mental. It's it sounds like such a, an absolute... Head fuck. Genius idea, uh, though. It is. Actually making you go into your program files and get messages in there. That... What if you didn't know how to do any of that? It's just... So what, I get, like, say someone's literally just a gamer and they have no idea about program files and shit and this mad shit starts happening in the game. They're so like... it, it, looks, it looks like um, the, something's gone wrong with the game that it's fucking up. Uh, so there is a chance that someone may go in there to check what's going on is that what made you do it no it does this thing uh once the girl the first girl hangs herself and the game sort of crashes it gives you this error message and it says uh there's been a, a log dumped and it gives you the the folder uh path which 
sort of prompts you to go in Got and you. read that and it's like you see the log and then it's like there's a part of the log that's written by the the fourth girl it's like uh like oh this is all gone wrong i've sort of fucked this up like let me try and restart and then restarts um so it's her changing things and sort of fucking things up but it's so good but even though um like even in the context of the game see those three characters and and the well the four characters they're so well written they're such really good characters as well mm. like for for that type of game but some some visual novels are fucking excellent writing but that's that's a fantastic concept the fourth wall breaking horror i mean if you want to scare the shit out of people mm. you scare the shit out of them in their own home you make them scared of being where they are yep <laughs> so the uh if i scroll down the description here this is uh this part here that that's yeah, Monica. That's a, that's the name of her. That's the the villain of the game. Yeah. Uh, everything's written from her point of view. Like very good. I just, oh, it was just it was so cool. That's why I was trying to get one of you guys to play it without telling you what it is. But sort of you you just won't fucking play it because it's a visual novel. <laughs> yeah, that, you could probably get Ricky. Nah, you can get Ricky to do anything. <laughs> <won't play> it. <laughs> Ricky mostly plays games, and he'll probably listen to this, and though he knows, probably. Ah oh, shit! Yeah. Huh. I'll have to find someone who doesn't listen to us. Like, good if you get someone who actually likes visual novels. Mm. I, well, I do like some visual novels. Like um, Chris would probably be tempted if he doesn't listen to this to actually, because, you know, he's a massive anime fan. You might actually get him to... But I don't think he's ever played. Like, it's, it's still too suspicious. Someone who, who's into these things, they'll go, oh, there's a good one called this. And they'll go play it, do and then they'll start know, playing it. Do you know anyone that actually, in this country, that plays dating simulators? No, I don't know anyone in any country that plays dating simulator. Well, I assume they're big in Japan. I don't know anyone in Japan. Damn. It'll be good to see someone's face when all that shit hit the fan. Oh, it's not a Japanese game, by the way. It's not in Japanese. It's an American game, ain't it? Oh, uh, right. yeah, yeah. Taking the present or doing the whole turning shit. That's not taking, but it is very much a love letter to these types of games as mm. well. Like you never tell this person's like really into it. He's obviously played a lot of them to get them feeling the, yeah. like they do. Hmm. Mm. Well, that's that. That's fucking great game. One of the best games I've played this year. I believe Ow. you made a purchase recently. Did I? Are you hosting now? <laughs> no, I'm just moving things along. Uh, yeah, so I bought a Switch. Hey! I bought the Mario Switch with the red Joy-Cons because it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> it's not the grey ones or the luminous ones. They're... Um, yeah, both are red. Is it the future of gaming? It's the future of Nintendo gaming. No, wait, no, it's the present of Nintendo gaming. <laughs> no, it's like it, there's it was a smart move by Nintendo. Let's well, take handheld the, was their big thing. Yeah, and let's take the both those and put them their handheld in their home console and stick them together. So I've only uh, been playing uh, Super Mario Odyssey so far, but fuck me, what a game! What a game! Like this is. Like up there with any other Mario game, it's that good. Um, so like the the premise is, is that um, surprise boys are kidnapped, Peach. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> but this time you can actually see him going through a plan to actually marry her, because he's going around the uh, well, whatever planet the Mushroom Kingdom's on. Right. Right. <laughs> so he's going around collecting things for his wedding, like a ring. Like a big massive ring. So he's planning to marry Peach? Yeah. 
He doesn't want any bastard children. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. Like, also, like uh, the Koopa kids aren't his children. You know that, right? Uh, okay. Just that like, everyone always makes that joke. Oh, where do all those kids come from? They're not his kids. Shut the fuck They're up. Just Koopas. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's going around. So like uh, in in one kingdom, he he gets a ring. He steals a ring. In the other kingdom, he steals a cake. And the other one, he's stealing a, a wedding dress. And then you have your. Uh, so you start off in the the Cap Kingdom. I can't remember. It's a Hat Kingdom anyway. And you meet uh, Cappy. Cappy, he's yes. your partner. He's your. Uh, he's. They're like little ghosts that possess hats. And you can throw your hat and possess enemies, mm. um, among other things. And it's just it's fucking great Mario game. I heard I the concept it, of the whole Cappy thing's really well done. It is, yeah. Just a thought. You think if Bowser had started with getting the stuff before getting the princess, no! maybe he would have no! succeeded. What? No. Why? He's like, collect the stuff, get the princess, Mario, quickly, I win. He has the wedding on the moon. <laughs> of course he does. On the moon. Bowser's a real romantic. He is, right? Have you tried any of the multi, any, any multiplayer, anything? I mean... No, I've only played Mario so far. Because... I know you you take the two controllers. You oh, no, we won't be doing any of that. Because they seem very... None of that. They're tiny. Fiddly, yeah. Mm-hmm. But th- is it, you know, do you take this with you where you go now? Um, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Because yeah, you oh. travel a lot for work. I was playing so it is on, this why you got it? Playing it on a plane. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it for traveling, so... Um, What's the yeah, battery life like? That. Uh, right, so it, it isn't great. It depends on the game you're playing. Um, I think mm-hmm. a game like Mario, which will, will be a bigger battery drain, will probably drain it in about two hours. Two hours is pretty decent. But, like, yeah, that'll get you through a, a, flight. a journey. Oh. Um, and then you can charge it again. What is, does it have to be docked to charge, or there are other charging methods? No, I mean, could you buy a Power Monkey? And it's a, yeah, it's just a USB-C. Uh, oh, happy days. So yeah. you just plug in anything into it. Um... But yeah, Mario, like, they've done it again. They made another good Mario game. Surprise. Surprise. I know you haven't had it for very long. Um, the main reason I've been holding off, other than the fact that it would probably get destroyed in my house, um, is wear and tear. Um, taking this thing in and out of its holder and I don't know. the controllers. It's, it's. I don't think it's something you could really give it. Uh, it's definitely not a four-year-old anyway. Um, it would smashy smashy like it's not designed to be thrown on the floor we know why you haven't bought a Switch because you'd end up buying Skyrim again no no you would that just came out no you would I watched the review for Skyrim VR and I can tell you I'm not playing Skyrim again I uh, but like some of the stuff we're doing like you see like like said Doom came out on it yes and people were sitting being like how how did this what what god did you sacrifice your children to to, to get Doom running on this? <laughs> How powerful is the... I mean, is it PS3 or PS4? What are we talking? Um, not nowhere near PS4, anyway. Right, okay. It's all sort I of mobile technology. Yeah, Doom runs on it. That's pretty sweet. Like, obviously, it's, it's not as... Like, well, I know there's no snap map or anything like that, so there's no sacrifices. The mo- but as yeah. long as it still runs and plays... I'm, yeah, but part of it, it's, it plays like Doom and it runs well. Still 60 frames and all, so you're laughing. Yeah, it's just not... Not 1080. It doesn't do 1080. Like, it'll only go up to 900. Plus, you've got Zelda. And, by the way, Zelda is apparently, you know, 
in the same vein as as Skyrim in the sense that you know it's a big open world and all the shit to do and it's apparently way way bigger and Zelda would be the thing that I would be oh, buying this, if this I was getting Zelda. yeah yeah we'll get Zelda oh we know you will I will that's just the thing about Nintendo though is they never reduce prices and stuff I suppose they don't need to though Zelda's sixty pound. Whoa! For the digital version, you're probably looking at about fifty for the. That's a lot physical. of physical. What's the it's capacity so on the actual console? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's thirty-two gigabytes. It's not great. Yeah, that's that's pretty small. I wouldn't be buying digital copies for it. Oh, but I you have to because like it's gonna be the best place to get any indie games. Mm. It already is. People are like, you know, people used to just have Vitas. To play indie games. Yep, well, I'm now, one of those people. Now it's the Switch. That's where all the indie games go now. Where for people to play them on the on the go. Which is. Can you increase the capacity? Yeah, yeah, you can put a car, SD card in, so you can go buy an SD card. And Look at us sounding all professional here, loving us. People are being informed. Great console, though. Great. <laughs> yeah. Like Mario's just fucking great. Go play Mario. What's Sonic been doing recently? <laughs> uh, well it's not terrible it is it's not it's not alright it's only a third terrible like I don't know sure. I don't know what Sega were thinking cause cause oh, you've got classic Sonics and you've got modern Sonic and they, they work well I know the mechanics of classic aren't as tight as 2D Sonic but they still plays it's really good fun. Although they stole something from Sonic Mania. Did they? The new move Sonic does in Sonic Mania. He now does it in Sonic Forces in the old school levels. What's the new move? Mm. Uh, the spin dash when he jumps. Like, oh, so okay. when you've jumped, you can hold the jump button and he will dash on the ground as soon as he lands. You know what's fucked up about Mario, though? What's that? I don't know why I find this so fucked up. So you know why you get different costumes? Yeah. The fucking Luigi costume. Well, why is that fucked up? It's fucking Luigi. Is Luigi not in the game no. at all? It's like Mario just takes his clothes. He stole his clothes. It's like, fuck you, Green Mario. <laughs> Give me your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> you, you get to wee scooter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to play this game. I'll play it if you play Sonic well, Forces. One of the costumes is a suit. I've that is it. not a fair exchange. That is a very that fair is exchange. not fair at you all. You cannot judge Sonic Forces until you play I, it. I am telling you to play probably one of the best games to come out this year. And you're uh, telling me to play one of the worst games to come out this year. It's not one of the worst (laughs) games to come out this year. It's just a third of one of the worst games to come out this year. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We need to take a break. Okay. Um, Because we got got beer to be doings. Yep. Um, So we're going to take a break and we'll be back in a second. Groovy.
We're back. Yep. We are. We're back from playing Mario. We were playing Mario. Yeah, it's pretty That's damn <laughs> cool. Pretty in general. It yeah. is. Looks so good. Yep. We were able to play it in those like 60 seconds that you were listening to music. I mean, <laughs> we, we didn't pause and go away for like half an hour. Nope. 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 All right. Sing the song. <gasps> Look for the beer necessities. Those simple beer necessities. Forget about your silly WKDs. Oh, yeah. I mean those beer necessities. Of rums and gins and even whiskeys. Those simple beer necessities of life. Telling you. Yeah. Get better every every month. Although I am going to try and get us a, a really amazing version of that. At some point in the future. With a real singer. With a real singer. <laughs> It'll be amazing. Not just those chumps. Right, what do you got for us? So, this month, uh, uh, I'm not going to lie, folks, this was a very um, uh, last second dashing grab. But I think I found something pretty interesting. Uh, from Fermanagh. And I think, uh, I think this is um, an Inish Max Saint, which is meant to be a blonde eel. So this will be interesting. It's going to be very embarrassing if you're not saying that right. It is going to be. But that is that does look like an N on the bottle. It's I'm pretty sure Irish Maxent or Inish Maxent. It, it, it does look like an N. Uh, you just do a quick search there and make sure we're saying that right. Yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah. Oh, there we go. We're saying it right. Yeah, Fermanagh Beer Company. Sweet. Well, uh, we'll get these open, sure. But then again, you know, with you know the way things are spelt in the Republic of Ireland, you could never That's know. True. That's well, true. Well, Fermanagh's not in the Republic of Ireland. That's true as well. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I've had a pop and I've rang that one. So when I search that, you can see the reviews there. And, uh... Oh, shit. <laughs> are they not looking good? Not the best. Oh, dear. Apparently it's made from wet Fermanagh rain. Oh, not what? that, not that dry rain. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, you're, you're telling any beer made from rain is like what the fuck? Our original recipe, blonde beer, simply made with malted barley, hops, and wet fermented rain. It's just a blonde beer. It doesn't say like a. I haven't or... really ever drank a blonde beer that I liked. <laughs> Neither of us. <I>. Oh god. <laughs> I think my first ever experience of blonde beer was Hogarden. And that uh, was, whole garden's awful. That was awful. Yeah, is it just me or is the... Actually, no, I tell a lie. It wasn't great, but wasn't that Jubilaire that was a blonde beer, wasn't it? Maybe. Is the label a graveyard? Am, am I seeing um, that? There's a gravestone in it. Well, there's a Celtic cross there. I don't know mm. what that... If it's supposed to be a graveyard. Something else there. Unfiltered, unfined, unpasteurized. See if I end up in a bathroom, like, something going wrong with my intestines. I'm yeah. going to hit you with this bottle. <laughs> well, it's only 4.5, so it can't be that bad. I hope. Shall we, um... Yeah, let's, let's do this, then. Let's do this, I guess. Oh, I'm not... <laughs> oh. That's unusual. Yeah. You can tell it's made by rain. <laughs> it's brewed in small batches uh, at oh a God. pub called Old Pals Bar 
in Derry Gunnell, oh. County Fermanagh. Wouldn't call it good. No. That's So uh, this is basically something someone made in their kitchen. It's very watery. Ah. It's just like It's like there's this kick of flavour of <coughs> excuse me. A flavour that isn't very nice, by the way. And uh and Oh god. No, you you get the barley, um and slight happiness from it. Very slight. Uh, it just it doesn't taste. But I'm getting. If if you don't like beer and you want to drink, that's beer, a good description there. Thin. Yeah, yeah. It. You know what? Have you ever had Robson's fruit and barley? But to do the barley one, if you really diluted that down... She was saying this tastes like watered-down beer. It's watered-down barley drink. That's, uh... There's nothing there. No. Wow. <laughs> Does it say what brewery? Can't before? even comment on, you know, flavours and tastes. Fermanagh Beer Company? Oh, dear. Uh, Fermanagh Beer Company need to, um, uh... Maybe look into doing something else. But they're a beer company. How can they do that? They're gonna to need to do something. That they need to learn to make a good beer. Jesus Christ! It's not refreshing. It's not doesn't have a a, a good taste to it. No, nope. it, it's not got a kick to it that some people enjoy. It's it tastes flat. It's just yeah. It tastes flat. If someone if someone had a good beer, finished it, and then went out, filled it from the tap, and handed you and said, "Here, do you want a beer?" Yeah. It's going to have that taste because it's from a freshly, you know, used beer bottle, but it's just water. I have the funny feeling that this beer is made by just like all the odds and ends of the bottom of a keg. Just thrown together. So is this like uh, last month we were asking um, the Walt City Brewery if they had any leftover maybe, uh, failures? Is this it? This, maybe this <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> this is, oh my God, I don't think I'll even be able to finish this. Oh yeah, we could probably finish it because... Because I did that thing where I didn't speak into the mic that I shared it people for. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I would... It'd be you easy would really have, Yeah, you can finish it because yeah. there's nothing... I don't know. Every time I, I'm drinking, I'm actually getting a bit of gag reflex. It's because it's flat. You see me trying to drink flat stuff when I know they're supposed to be... Hang on, does it, is it say it does say I, it says it's carbonated. I don't think that naturally carbonated using live uh, yeast. I don't. Yeast. I don't think that's your your problem that it's flat because like a lot of the beers we tried are pretty light on the carbonation. Mm. But they all had a taste. Aye. Uh, this is holy shit. This is potentially the worst beer of the year. Oh come on. No, definitely not the worst. There are some yeah, that had a taste that were horrible. Bull, horny bull stout? Yeah. But this is this is nothing. This doesn't rate. But horny bull stout had something to actually complain about. <laughs> yeah, but that, that had a negative rating. This doesn't rate. It's just... Eh. It's just water. But it's weird sort of carbonated water. Doesn't make sense. I've got nothing to say about this. Oh. So instead... 
So uh, me and Ninja and Eugene and Ricky uh, were in Glasgow last weekend. Right. <laughs> You're just going to jump onto something else. I Well, no, it's related. Oh, okay. It's still beer we're He's talking about. We're in a bar. We went, we went to one of the brew dog bars. <gasps> wow. Called the Dog House. And we do like brew dog. Mm. And we were trying some stuff in there. It's really cool in there because they, um, like they constantly changing their beers up. I suppose like any any brewery, like they have all the stuff they make, and they do partnerships with other breweries. Then they have guest beers. Then they have their sort of you know the ones they always have like the five a.m. Satan yeah uh, dead pony club. They also do this thing as well where they do what they call live versions. Right. Um, so, you know, they very much use the whole, you know, punk rock. Uh, uh. <laughs> God, that's bad. Sorry. Um, yeah, so so they'll do like one of their well-known ones. I think it was Dead Pony Club they had this time. And they'll call it uh, Dead Pony Club Live. And basically what that is, it's in a wooden cask instead of a keg. Ooh. So it just makes it a bit different. Um, I think uh, one of the ones I tried, I really liked it. had this crazy name. Uh, it was a sour beer. Which, you remember the last time we had a sour beer? It was Salty Kiss. Yes. Um, this was called Das ist Techno Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And it was really good. You know, sour beer. It was, like, was really sour, and it's kind of like a liney sort of flavor to it. Mm. Uh, but it was so easy to drink; it didn't give you like that bitterness at the back of your tongue or anything. It nice. was just like it's really nice and refreshing. It's like really good. It's funny you should say that because going back to uh, last month, but still talking about good beer. Uh, last month, I was saying obviously I had a night planned in the brewery, which I have had since. And it was yourself, Scott, recommended Beer Exit beer or exit. Brexit. Yes. And it's a sour beer. And I thought to myself, yep. oh, Jesus, this is going to be reminiscent of Salty Kiss. But it was really nice as well. It is such a good... Yes, yeah, sour beers are really good. Uh, uh, if they're done right, they're really good. They're just, uh, they got this really nice tang to them. And it's, and it's like, they're uh, really refreshing. Yes. Now, the Mrs. C wasn't about, she doesn't like it at all. But See, that's weird because I actually got my missus to try it and she doesn't drink beer she does not uh, but she enjoyed that right well Fiona didn't like it at all but I made a couple of pints in the way I thought it was absolutely lovely um, there was a couple of other things I tried when I was there as well but uh, just you talking about the sour beers if a sour beer's done right it, it is very yeah. refreshing is there, a good word for one it other, I, I tried another sour beer over there as well called Raspberry Blitz which was a raspberry flavoured sour beer you only seen this in the glass it was like pure red oh. and then yeah, I had a couple of those because it was so good. It just it was really tart, and just really you know, like you drink it and you're like, very good. Tasted like raspberries, obviously. Oh, thank um, you. what else? Like, uh, there's a couple of other crazy things I got. Um, what was it called again? Tokyo something or other. It was this really, really strong stout. And it was like, you could only get it in a third of a pint. And it's like 15 or 16%. Yep. Was Eugene telling you about this or Ninja? No, there's, I just, you said about, there's a similar one in the brewery as well. And it's like, it's like viscous. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's like, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of really thick. Thick. Oh. And it's. 
Um, like treacle? God, yeah. Uh, and it's just got this real... Like, that's the flavor as well. It just smacks you up the face with, like, treacle chocolate coffee. Oh. And it's, like... It's really hard to drink. <laughs> it's really strong. Like we just got one of them just to try them. Uh, it was like we we're all we're all taking a sip. I was like, Jesus, that is crazy. I don't think I could sit and drink that. Bloody hell! Now the one in the brewery it was one of their home ones. I cannot remember the name of it, but uh, again, they only served it in third pints, and it was something like uh, I think it was like fourteen point four percent or something. And I was curious. But their staff in there are very nice, so they brought a wee bit of it down to let me know the wee small glasses they let you try. Yeah. And holy fuck it is. <sighs> Rocket fuel. I was... I took a, just a, a mouthful of it, and I was like, holy fuck. Just like, there's such a kick off it for a beer. Like, and you're like, holy Jesus. Oh, it was called Tokyo Star. Tokyo Star. Oh, is this, oh, is this like a beer website you're on? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... Beer yeah, so it's it's sixteen point five. Oof. Um, oh, so those two numbers are they like sort of ratings and stuff? I have no idea. Why. I think probably. So hang on, when you were on this, in 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 Max Saint, those two numbers were pretty low. They were. I it was Holy like thirty something out of a hundred. Fuck. <laughs> Whereas oh. this one's ninety eight. I, I wouldn't. I'm really not sorry. my cup of tea. I'm really sorry, boys. This is like. I didn't mean to pick something rotten. I, I wasn't going for that. I've Remember. stopped drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> He's done. It's, it's bad. It's just bad. Yeah. Really sorry, at folks. It's a very be, disappointing beer necessities this month. You because can say Derry's beer is better than Fermanagh's. Oh, they, right? they, they can't all be winners. <laughs> and yes, Derry's beer is infinitely better than Fermanagh's. What else well, does Fermanagh have, though? I don't know. Uh, Are you going to start throwing shit at Fermanagh? Die, fuck him. <laughs> you made shit beer. I know nothing about Fermanagh other than this shit beer comes from. I don't even know Northern Ireland word exactly is Fermanagh. Down. Down? Like the bottom? Blow us. Yeah. Ah, blow us. Damn right. <laughs> Just going to pick a fight with all of Fermanagh now. <laughs> I bought your beer in good faith and you have fucking let me down. Made me look like a fool on the podcast. I won't be writing to Fermanagh Brewery and asking for free beer, that's for damn sure. But we're going to the brewery. That, we're that, going to our brewery. Oh, yes. Our super awesome brewery for the Evil G Staff Brew. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's going to be a crazy night. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be a good night. Drink so much beer. Oh, yes. Oh, I love beer. And their food's pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Are we just going to do another podcast where we kiss the brewery's ass? Or did you it seems else? you're going that way. Did you do anything else then, or beer wise, when you were in Scotland? Um, no. Well, that was the the main sort of thing with the beers. Like th- this was just us going in, and I hate to say this, like we weren't going in with the idea of let's drink beer and get drunk. This was actually let's go in and taste beers like a bunch of fucking nerds. Nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't do that. You you go in and you like to taste beer if you are a bit of a beer fan. Although curious. Do the Brewdog pubs? Brewdog, Brewdog. <laughs> do the Brewdog pubs have like? Because I'm guessing they're sort of all around Scotland. Uh, the, yeah, well, there's 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 ones all over the place in, in lots of different cities. Is there the any UK? of the bars that do like their own sort of particular beer no, that you can only get in that bar? No, I don't think so. All right. Is there anything that you can only get in the Brewdog bars that you can't buy? In- oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, there's loads of exclusive stuff. So did you I try got that Tokyo Star? You as can. far only. Yeah, uh, um, well, I think you can get bottles that, but like the uh, that's his techno sex. I don't think they bottle that. Right. Um, the Raspberry Blitz. I didn't see any bottles that. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah. see, I like the idea then that if you go into the Brewdog Pub, you're gonna get stuff that you've never tried before. Oh yeah, you definitely will. You'll, oh, we need you'll a always... Pub over here. Yeah, that would be good, but it would likely be Belfast is where they put it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm pretty friendly with Brewdog now. Like I was saying a couple of couple of podcasts ago, maybe I'll say to them, "Hey boys, open a bar, <laughs> open a bar here in Derry. Open a bar in Derry. We've got at least Thanks. four people who'll be there at least maybe once or twice a month. <laughs> You'll make your money back in a couple of years. They sell merch as well. Oh, cool. Actually, some of their uh, bottles have some pretty cool labels and shit. So mm. some of the cool artwork. Oh, another thing we did um, as we went to a barcade mm. called Super Barrio. Oh, you went there then? Yeah. What is Super Barrio? It's a barcade. I already said that. No, but it's a bar. do you play arcade games and drink beers at it? Yeah. Fair enough. It's a real simple concept. We need, right. We should, Evil G should have a, a barcade opened in our wee town. What do you think? Could we do it? Arcade machines are very expensive. I know, but what if I we... I would love to. I don't know, one of, one of the main gaming clubs in the city doesn't drink. I but fuck those guys. <laughs> hold on. The gaming. other main gaming club in the, the city drinks a lot because they hold their gaming nights in a bar. So we, a, we would open a barcade to drink our own beer and play our own games. So are you saying like, there is a gaming club in the city where none of them drink? They frown upon it. Yeah, I probably don't know. drinking the, at their things, but I'm sure people who go to it will drink. They have probably new members since then now. Yeah, yes, and some of them drink. Like, because I know there's one of them, one or two of them come to... Also, you, know, you wouldn't have to drink. That's true, you could just play arcade machines. Do you think arcade machines would... Uh... Well, retro's coming in again. That's the thing. So, if we opened a barcade, we would either make our money selling... Beers? Would we try and brew our own beer? No. Oh, hell yes. Having a clue. We could call it bathtub scum. <laughs> it would probably taste like that as well. <laughs> Scott brews beer. Not talking about myself in the third person. <laughs> Your mucker, Scott. Yeah, brews he brews. Beer. His dad brews as well. Sweet. Actually, if there's actually a regular listener to us, um, Mr. Colm Stars, who's, I think it's his brother-in-law, brews beer. And okay. he was saying he might try and get us some beer from him to try on the podcast. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, I, I'd, I'd need to get you some of the stuff that uh, Scott's dad brews. It is fantastic. There we go. Why have you not thought of this before now? Because I'm not that quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's let's try a beer where that literally no See, one else can get. You let me buy this awful beer when there's... A really nice beer we could have had instead. And you know what? It would take me about 10 minutes to walk over to his house for asking for some beer. For God! <laughs> God damn it. Oh. I'll bring the beer next time. Right. You're on it. Does he have a name for his beer? Do you know? He doesn't name it. He names the type. So, um, and he has a shed full of the stuff. The next beer we'll be drinking, we're just going to call it Scott's Dad's Beer. It'll come. Or, well, I'll, I'll see or, if he'll, he'll name it. Or we name it. <gasps> we try it, then we name it. He probably give us a selection because he, he brews different beers. He goes through cycles. I I could like 
Bruce, 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 Bruce Stout. We could think up some good craft beer names. Oh, fuck hell, yeah. He brewed a stout, and it was fantastic. I mean, it was great. This could be a big thing for our next podcast. But, we, we we try and name a beer. But uh, his percentages tend to be quite high, so you need to be careful. I've got one. Okay. Satan's pubic wig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, it would be a red ale. Right. <laughs> of at least um, 21% volume. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> hey, there's a good name for a beer. Jesus, fuck. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me, lads. <laughs> Just all the dairy slangs. That's all. <laughs> Uh, right. Oh. Um, yeah, so you were asking for anything else, uh, like drinking related. We did go to a a bar called the the, the Pot Still, mm-hmm. which is a special bar because it is a whiskey bar. W- Holy shit! How did you survive? And just sort of stood there and held my nose. Oh God! I was informed of this prior to it because I was told I would have enjoyed this, but. So you didn't try any... I don't like whiskey. <laughs> but what if they turn and says, here's a heavily cherry-flavored whiskey, which you can get. But it would still taste the whiskey but part. The whiskey part would be nowhere near as strong. Cause you but do it's get whis- still bad. Okay. Even a hint of it. Wow. Like, I can't... What drink. made you go there? They, the, them guys went there. They oh. wanted to go. Oh, Ninja must have been in heaven. Oh, they went full fucking whiskey neck beard. Was he pushed? <laughs> whiskey neck beard. No, they weren't. They- <laughs> They're they're over uh, getting advice off the girl behind the bar and all of what they drink. Hang on. So who was there? There was yourself, Eugene, and Ricky. And Ricky. Now, Ninja's a big whiskey man, isn't you? No, I don't know. Huge doesn't mind it. Is Ricky a big whiskey man? Uh, not Ricky, really. Ricky likes whiskey. Chris would be. Chris, yeah, Chris is Chris. Who was there with us? Um, oh, yeah. He's never been on the podcast, but he would be big into his whiskey as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think it was intended for him. Right. him there. right. This whiskey bar, in my mind, it seems like... Well, in my mind, I'm picturing it as some like, upscale establishment. No, 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 no. It's like old Scottish pub where like, uh, behind right. the bar... Oh, and the bar is like, just like shelves and shelves of whiskey, and they have ladders where they have to climb up the ladders oh. to get the whiskeys down. That sounds like, fun. <laughs> the guy who I'm assuming this guy owns it is this sort of middle-aged, sort of balding guy, big barrel brute of a man <laughs> with his big beard wearing a kilt. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> And then he had his um, the sort of the younger bar staff. Um, those guys tell me that they knew their stuff. Oh, so right. if if you're ever in Glasgow and you want some whiskey time, <laughs> whiskey whatever, time. whatever the fuck, if you want to try some, I'm air quoting here, good whiskey. Um, <laughs> you can go to the the pot still and just the pot uh, still? Uh, apparently they were going up and they they sort of ad said what they like and she was able to mm. say right here's three whiskeys take a smell of each and then pick one and pay that what was that sorry so very randomly <laughs> just talking about whiskeys and stuff um so a couple of a couple of years ago we went me and a couple of mates went to las vegas mad spot um we done this thing during uh one random day we decided to take a, a walk around the hotels because obviously the hotels in vegas are like fucking cities but they're all like different themed so at one point we went into the MGM, which is the hotel owned by Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather. 
Floyd Mayweather owns a hotel. Oh, aye. the MGM is his hotel. That's why he has all his fights there. Uh, when you go in, you can see all his belts and all his robes and stuff that he's wore to certain fights and the big show, the him versus the big show robe and all of that. It's not a belt, it's a title! It's all right. Did they say that in boxing? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, when we were walking through, there was a wee whiskey bar. So we thought, fuck it, we'll, we'll go in. There was myself, Hutchie and Browner at this point and the three of us are actually, well, Hutchie's a big whiskey man. I enjoy whiskey and Brown's one of these guys who'll take a whiskey but he'll usually mix it with something but if he has to, he'll drink it straight. If he has to. If he has to. Well, you know, me and Hutchie were there and we had to give him fucking a lot of shit if he had to put coke in this fucking whiskeys. But we ended up anyway, and the wee barman, he must have been, I swear to fuck, he must have been in his 70s and struggling to understand our accents as he was. You we were like, hey, go and get us a nice whiskey. That's literally what Why was, did you say it like hey, that? Hey, you Just, know when, hi, hi, can I have a whiskey? Instead of, hey, go and give me a whiskey. Go and give a nice whiskey. <laughs> and the boy looked at us and he started laughing. He's all, right, boys, not being funny. What's the price range here? Because I'm not pouring you $50 whiskey and then you're saying you can't afford it. And well, well, I've got 20 bucks on me and I've got such and such. So, fair play to him. He, he poured us all a nice whiskey. And that was the first time I tried Bullet. Have you ever tried Bullet? I have not. It is, well, I found it very interesting for two reasons. It had a very, I don't know, turfy taste. But it's really yeah, nice. Yeah, that's a whiskey thing. It's, it's really nice. Mm. Then I found out it later on. It smells like a peat bog. That's true. Then I found with all it, the dead things in it. Well, that's a going a wee bit far. <sighs> then I found out it was Stallone's favorite drink of all time. And that was like pretty cool. Sold it for you then? Yeah, back then it did. Until he, he yeah yeah <laughs> not going so, down that road. I I saw something today. Um, a bottle of Johnny Walker signature signature blend, I think. Guess how much that bottle of whiskey was. And where did you see this? Eight hundred pound in the um, airport. In the airport. You're not even close. Yeah, uh, airport whiskey's like you said, not even close with eight hundred. Yeah, twelve hundred thousand. Uh, more zeros. Five thousand. Fifty thousand. <laughs> right, you've gone over now. <laughs> it was thirty thousand. Thirty thousand dollars. Dollars, pounds, or euro, or pounds. Fuck me. Fuck. Fuck. I, the, I, I don't even know what the fanciest whiskey I've ever tasted is. The fanciest one I ever tried was the 21-year-old Bushmills. I, I had a fairly old Glenfiddich. Nice. Um, I enjoyed Maker's Mark. That's not that fancy. It's not fancy, but I enjoyed <laughs> You'll, um Oh, you'll Bushmills. Bush, <laughs> I have to get this. Bushmills is bringing out a new whiskey. Right. First one in a while, and it's called Redbush. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> no, is this infused with a flavor or something? I don't know. I, I, I didn't get past Redbush. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. um, actually very uh, suiting for yourself, my ginger friend. Fucking. <laughs> 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 You enjoy that too much. Yeah, so I was looking at the, the, the 30 gram bottle of whiskey, just go, what? The, that can't be right. Counting the zeros. <laughs> <laughs> Several times. And then when you're in, uh, so this is like in Heathrow Terminal 2, and there's a little, it's called the Johnny Walker Boutique, where all the really expensive stuff is. Mm. Um, and then obviously a guy comes comes sauntering over, and he's like, that's a nice one there, you know, salesman. <laughs> it's like, 
Yeah, you broke up the wrong tree. <laughs> I just got him. Uh, I hate whiskey. <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> nah, I hate whiskey. <laughs> it's not the fact. It's not that it's that it's thirty. Th- it's not that it costs about half as much as a nice home. It, it it's that I hate whiskey. It's like, yeah, well, thirty grand, but no, I fucking hate whiskey. <laughs> I got my priorities right. Oh fuck, sweet. But <laughs> well, yeah. So, so basically, we'll end the beer necessities by having a very informative uh, "Do not fucking touch NS Max end." I've nearly finished this thing without even realizing them. Well, yeah, I've made a good dent on it myself. But I got bored of it and just stopped. Went back to Hop House Thirteen. That's a good beer too. Yeah, it's nice. But I swear to God, I mean, I wonder what they were thinking when they released it. This'll do enough. <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> Maybe it was made by a person that doesn't like beer. <laughs> Amy made a beer. This can't taste like beer. <laughs> but we need some type of flavour. No, no. Water. Flavor. Water. I swear to God, that, that wet for man or rain, I think that's what ruined the fucking beer here. I, I think boy, some boys just collected rain water and then the bottle, poured a bottle of harp into it and went, ah, that'll do. Ah. <laughs> that's actually a pretty good description. That is that water down harp. description. A bucket of rainwater with a single can of harp. Or a can of Carlsberg special brew. <laughs> <laughs> no, that has a bit of a flavour at least. I have never been that desperate for a drink that I've drank that. You ever drank harp? I've tasted it. It's yes. been a long Rotten. time. Oh, it's man. bad, See, bad. We were all young once. Yeah. <laughs> So, so there we go. Northern Ireland itself can make some rotten beers, but here up in the nice northwest of Derry, Londonderry, we make some good beers. Yeah, I've never been disappointed with anything I've had from the brewery. Yeah. Now we'll finish by kissing the brewery's ass. How's that? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on and uh, watch some trailers. Oh, yeah. And I hope it's good. Um, let's take an hour short break. And we will be right back. Although, should we very quickly point out what's happening with... Um, uh, what the hell did I just watch? Should we say what? We're oh doing? yeah, we're we're not doing that anymore because yeah, we're gonna we're wasn't. gonna try and maybe turn that into its own separate podcast. So uh, plus nobody watched it. Plus so nobody watched. Wasn't it. working. I tried. I tried. He did try. Fair I did. So we'll be back with uh, an old favorite. And, and Stu got the last one horribly wrong. Don't know how you missed missed the mark so much. On it. <laughs> oh, is that what it's all about? That's what it's all about. <laughs> you ruined I didn't it. Like black looking. It was it's perfectly suited for you, man. I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> Okay, we'll be back in we'll be back. about 30 seconds. Yes. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. We're with the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sick is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. Do you be hooked on the brothers? I'm fucking right, I'm hooked on the brothers. <laughs> yo, yo, I didn't know Mario ever rapped. Well, there you go. Oh, Mario's done everything. Mario man. can do everything. Uh, except run a hospital. I mean, what? Well, Dr. Mario, he never cures anybody. Yeah, he does. Does he? He does all the time. 
I thought he was too busy playing like a Tetris type game instead of curing people. That is curing people. What? Is that how medicine works? Yes, that's how it works. You go into the doctor, he'll start like lining up. Shoving things in tight spaces and (laughs) making things disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. You learn something every day. Um, So we're going to do an old favorite now. I we hope are. it's good. Well, I hope it's good. So, we haven't watched the trailers yet. We're going to actually watch them while recording. That might work. It might not. Who knows? Mm. But we'll do it anyway. Yeah, so... Let's see. What are we going to do first? What's first on the list? We should have picked out what we were going to watch before we started. We did, but I forgot them all now. Uh, <laughs> there was... Uh, Attack of the Killer Donuts. Uh, yeah, Rampage. Rampage was the first one. Yes, we will get to that one. So we'll watch Rampage first. Okay, starring the Rock and some big monsters. And big monsters. Did you ever play Rampage? By the way, I have played Rampage before. Yeah. I had a like I've, uh, s- I've seen some sort of Midway collection. Yeah, some somewhere. I used to love that old game. Do you seem super excited about this? Well, it's a big monster movie. I like big monsters. It's got a big ape in it, of course, it's excited. Well, it's like the closest thing we'll get until Godzilla 2 for a big monster movie. Can you just hear? Oh, we bet. So we have the rock in like a van. He was two years old. Is there such a thing as an albino ape? Probably, there's albino everything. Sure there is. So we got an albino rock and rocks having a... An albino rock? An albino rock. An albino ape and rocks having a moment? I know for a fact that, that the ape is fully CG. Yeah. It doesn't actually look too bad. And so there's a... Something crashed. Meteorite, and now he's, okay. he's not doing too well. It's okay. And he's a lot bigger than he used to be by the look of it. Yes. He's getting big. Wait! Is Rampage not people that turned into the monsters? Yeah, they changed it a little bit. Okay, so Rock's not going to be turned into a giant rock then? Oh, that'd be so cool if that's how the movie ended! <laughs> <laughs> well, just a yeah. giant rock like rock in a fucking city fight don't mean a literal rock I mean a giant version of himself oh well I was oh. I took it literally he just turned into a big rock was that Ralph there's Ralph the big wolf oh shit so he's jumping <laughs> in a helicopter holy fuck from the director of San Andreas of course well that, that's why the rock's in it then it, it is looking like one of those you know take your brain out this is just good yeah. Where's the other one? Lizzie. Oh, where's Lizzie? Yeah, where's Lizzie? Oh, Ralph, there's... George, and Lizzie. Maybe that's gonna be a surprise. Let's go save the world. Actually, it might be the stinger at the end of the trailer, maybe. Could you do Lizzie though? Because she looks very Godzilla, and that might get them in trouble. Yeah, Toho might not be too into that. Oh, why you call him Dwayne Johnson? He's kind of moved away from. No, he hasn't. He tried, and he went back. George got very big there. Holy shit, George is getting bigger all the time. Ah, there's George and Ralph. Oh, come on! That's just shit. Lots, just lots of explosions, explosions. and shooting. George! The rock shooting George. No, you can Holy hear that. Holy fuck, he just plowed into the mountain. Rampage. No Lizzie. Oh! There's something in the river. Oh, there's something in the river? I was just thinking the only thing that's missing right now is a giant crocodile. Yep. There's Lizzie. Yeah! <laughs> so they made her a crocodile. Seems like it, yep. Yeah. That's a clever way to get around it. So it's, it's just a good, fun monster movie. 
seems like a good fun monster. Well, movie. we'll see. Well, you know, Godzilla Two's not out until two thousand nineteen, so that'll sort of be like a a fun snack before Godzilla. Yeah, it's it's your like you know popcorn action movie. Ah, that's a that's what it is. Way to describe it. What if it's in in line with the uh, American Godzilla? What do you mean in line? Like uh, uh, on par with? <laughs> oh shit! Well, no, that that looked better already because you know there was. See, the, the thing with Godzilla, it has a following, and yeah. and they kind of shat all over Godzilla. Yeah. To the point where Toho bought the rights to it and then killed, killed it. it. <laughs> killed it. Had Godzilla, actual Godzilla, kill it. Did you know that? The, the, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I knew so that, they that they named that monster Zilla. Zilla? Yeah. yeah, they took the god, and they had Godzilla knock the fuck out of it. Oh, it was <laughs> it was a squash match. It was just a squash match. It was so funny. Whereas Rampage, obviously, there's there's no real plot or story to those Rampage. Yeah, it's games, just so. about wrecking buildings. Like no one's going, "Oh, you fucked up the Rampage lore." <laughs> like, so how could Rampage potentially be the greatest video game movie ever? Because there's fuck all they can do wrong. That is a very real possibility that this uh, this could be the best video game film of all time. I know it's a low fucking bar, it, but it might be. It looks fun, just like the games, although. The only the only thing, and it's obviously not a big complaint. I wonder why they made George an albino gorilla. Just why? Eh, probably just to distance it from uh, from Kong. Good idea. Actually, that's a good shout as well to keep him from Kong. I didn't even think of that. Because uh, yeah, Kong's but because um, Kong's obviously back on relevant the scene. at the minute. So yeah, you'd want uh, to also plan a little bit around about. Uh, another good. Oh, okay. I, I didn't even think of that. That makes perfect sense. But I think that looks a good fun. It does. Just does. When did it say? Yeah. April 20th? April 20th. I'll be going to see that. Just big, over-the-top, silly monster movie. Even if I don't see it in the cinema, it's probably something I'm going to watch. Uh, it looks like... I mean, uh, Pacific Rim 2 is coming out. It's going to be just big fun as well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm going to see that too. Yep. Yeah. I have this thing, I just love big monster movies. Yeah, the, the gr- I enjoy Pacific Rim. I love yeah, me too. I loved it. Pacific Rim made me go, I really want a Godzilla film, and then they made a Godzilla film. Yep. And I also enjoyed that film. <laughs> yep. Even though Godzilla is literally only in it for like 12 minutes. I still haven't but seen... But that, that's... I think it does a really good job of teasing it. Oh, it does. It, it is such a tease of a film. Like, especially, there's there's the part where, like, Godzilla's there, and the, the, the plates on the back are like nope and then it just it's about to do something and then it cuts away (laughs) it just like cuts away and you're like you fucker I think when you first see him it's incredible no the airport you just see the big foot coming down in the airport and then you just see him sort of it's almost like he flexes his chest muscles and then it cuts away and you're like bastards um I still haven't seen Kong Island oh Kong's amazing yeah I haven't seen that oh it's fantastic the two of you need to watch that because obviously we've got the super fight in 2020 that's it, and then a draw. Well, no, they have already came out and says, don't be expecting a draw. There will be a winner in this film. So that's going to be fun. Be fucking Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's going to be speed versus strength here. So here we go, this one's called. Also, Godzilla can breathe nuclear fire. Yeah, but Kong's got the agility and the speed, man. I don't think so. <laughs> you have to watch Kong Island to see him he's all like fucking Kong can drop RKO's and shit he's got opposable <laughs> digits RKO's <laughs> that was amazing this is out 
This is a... Attack of the Killer Donuts. Why is there a trailer just out for something to say? Right, anyway, let's just fucking watch this it. This is what's it. Attack of the Killer Donuts. Attack of the Killer Donuts. If you, you could be playing along at home with this and play at the same time if I tell you what I'm playing, but I'm not, so what the fuck? <laughs> Dandy Donuts. Oh, some dirty-ass donuts. That's a strange sign coming from a cupboard in a donut shop. Oh, we've got all reanimator. And the reanimator green group we just went in the fryer. Oh, what the fuck? Holy shit! It's literal like the donuts have teeth in the donut hole and they're just gnawing on people. An army of killer donuts is on the loose? And they're just bouncing about! The holes go to nowhere though. That was, oh, the oh, oh, oh. that was the worst attempt to get away from something I've ever seen. Okay, the donuts can fly out. And they're and shooting them. And that is some real dodgy CG. Let's do this. this feels like a sort of shark What? Oh, for God's oh my sake. God. <laughs> Get a hammy, really hammy actor and say, like, imagine you're in a room full of flying donuts. That's that. Take this and just react. That's the movie. <laughs> I say you, you would have real fun with that if you were doing it. Uh, it just, fight, here, fight these donuts. Fight these. <laughs> you should have people off camera throwing donuts at the actors. <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> Oh, oh that, my god, that, that looks, looks ridiculous. Someone was sitting in a meeting one day and went, Boys, I have this idea for a movie. Well, what have you got? Donuts that attack people. Okay. Sure. Anything else? <laughs> nope, that's it. So the, there was just a guy who was the reanimator there. Yeah. Like, syringe full of... L- uh, l- uh, green goo. Glowing green goo. Let's put it in this fucking deep fat fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love the one... <laughs> There was like a million donuts around there at one point. So obviously you've got a couple of evil donuts come out of the deep fat fryer. Like, Why do you keep putting them in? Let's try it again just to make sure that didn't... Ah <laughs> like, oh, shit, this batch is done too. What would happen if you ate one of those donuts? Fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like... The, in the realm of, of, of Chucky, it's like, yeah, it's a toy chasing you with a knife. What happens if you punt that fucking thing? It's gonna go flying. It's like, this is a, a donut that has a couple of teeth. What happens if you grabbed it and went squish? Well, I, I think the problem is there were so many of them. There's you saw that room; they're like it's a fl- I, flock why of donuts. They fly. What about the they have <laughs> teeth in your? Uh, well, I don't know, Stu. I don't know. Looks amazing. You have, you have a, you have a confined, a confined donut shop with a bunch of evil, like flesh-eating donuts flying around. Why go in? It's like, <laughs> right, I'm out here. Why am I going in? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Stu, if we're going to do a separate podcast where we watch a film... That has to be done. I think that, that's... That's, that's a contender right there. <laughs> so we're going to watch Attack of the Killer, Killer Donuts. Donuts. Why not? It looked fucking brilliant. I suppose it does It does really fit the, you know, what the what fuck the did I just, I just watch? So here's the... Like, it, it looks like one of those films like yeah it maybe could be good but at the same time it might try too hard to fall into that so bad it's good and uh, stop <laughs> I think we need to watch the, the right the next one we need to watch here is the, the Price of Fame okay because 
that's oh is that who that, I think that's it the is? million dollar man Ted DiBiase this is a movie about his life or what or uh, he, uh or is that a yeah, documentary type thing it's the Ted DiBiase story this is out already this as well this is also out too yeah. I, I imagine this is some sort of limited thing uh, it's a documentary yeah alright so what is yep. my that's Andre. my dad he loved to lace up his boots he loved the roar of the crowd like the sting thing who battled weird. with giants the sting and movie? titans that were larger that. than life <laughs> you should watch that yeah. maybe you won't that's like my dad around. oh shit who said there's IRS everybody's got a price everybody's got a price for the million dollar man and when it came to fame he learned exactly that the, well it's true ship, was ultimately I always it, this get was the what 80s. I want I always get my way sometimes you get away with that it all. my wife who was totally committed to me my wife who never called me anywhere in the world to check up on me and now discovered that I was committing adultery when I discovered that Ted had been cheating in our marriage, I had to hold yeah. it together for my children. In a lot of cases, once again, the price of fame is too costly. Dang, you've never fully. said was fully. sorry to, to my face. Hey, he there's, there's, there's going his, trying his, uh, to trying to hard anything you love, but not for fame. Your dad is so not, not the same person you love. Yeah. We don't even identify with very people. Shawn Michaels. One thing that kept me sane all of this was my relationship with the Lord. And all I ever wanted when I was 15 years old was to make some friends. And now, I think that I have. Following your footsteps again, you know. So I wanted to be a racer. Now, I, I want to be that kind of dad. And I want my son to be proud of me because of the man that I've become, the character and integrity that I exemplify. And the only reason I want that desire that because that's the man you became. Everybody's got a price. The price of fame is I don't high. know. There's other guys' stories I would like to hear more than Ted DiBiase's. Yeah. Just looks like your standard, you know, wrestling documentary. About a guy that... Yeah. I'm not being funny, but does anyone really care about the Million Dollar Man? Uh, I don't know. I'm not about. I mean, he, he was. No, I, I never. wasn't. Was never wasn't really fussed I ever, on. Ever watched no. anything? I. Uh, um. He's just one of those background characters. I, I don't know what kind of life he really had, but like, do you ever watch the um, the Jake the Snake one? The one that's on Netflix. Yeah. No, but no, here's it, pretty interesting. It's fantastic. Now there's a man who was like. Like, I didn't see anything in there. Um, I was like, oh, I travel around uh, a lot and I cheated on my wife a bit. I was like, um, well... found Jesus. And then he found Jesus and that was it. Where Jake the Snake um, was like proper fucked. He's all drugs, mm. uh, alcoholic, drug addict. Um, mess of a man, basically. Complete mess. And then DDP takes him and lives with him. And it's about him getting straight fuck getting clean DDP DDP Diamond fuck. Dallas Page do you not know about Diamond Dallas Page that's kind of his thing no he just saves people he's like a superhero he's like a superhero fuck he saves people using yoga oh yeah I know he does that uh, I know that, he does that's his, that's his thing fuck DDP self high he, five he's a stand up guy he is a fucking cool dude and, it's him that and yeah he always played the heel it's him that made that documentary. Oh, the, the seriously, J- watch it. It's really, really good. Oh, it must did, you, did you like Jake the Snake? 
I didn't mind our Jake. Jake Snake was fantastic. He was a good heel. One of the best talkers. No, that's the thing. I've never seen him actually do much talking. No, mm. like you're, back when he was around, I wouldn't have been following the wrestling that much. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just go listen to some of his promos. They're very, like, you can tell, like, listen to anyone else. Like, it's the 80s, so a lot of wrestlers are all, like, all shirty, shirty, um, off my head on cocaine. <laughs> Hulk Hogan roaring. I just, like... But him, he's all, like, really sort of quiet. And he just talks. But he's like, especially when he's a heat, he's very medicine. He's very cerebral. Sweet. Way more than Triple H. Hmm. Let's check it out. Triple then. H ain't cerebral. But I don't know. The, what did you call it? The price of fame. Uh, price of fame. I uh, guess if you like the million dollar man, check it out. Not interested. Nope, not at all. Nope. I think our uh, the out of the three, the one I really want to see it more than Rampage now is Attack of the Killer Donuts. <laughs> yeah. Are there? <laughs> let's uh, let's grab one more. Oh, okay. Um, the, oh, that immortal one? one you wanted to see. Um. Oh yes, yes. I forgot about that. So, Blade of the Immortal. So that's a comic book. Um, All right. Okay. It's. I think it's a manga actually, but it's like I, I remember back in like the early two thousands being published by Dark Horse or something. Hmm. But yeah. Let's let's look at this. Yeah, that's a sword. This is a Japanese film. That's a brutal looking sword. Yeah, he has two. Oh, is it two swords? I think he no, he has two swords. That's one of the ones that's oh, like right. his. So it's kind of like a double pronged one for. I hate to say this, shit. but do you know what it would sort of even put your mind of a wee bit? What? Uh, I think they're called ladybirds. They're 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 a type of vibrator. Oh. You know that I believe what you're thinking of is the rabbit. The rabbits yeah, yeah. are not a lady. What's a ladybird then? I have, I have no, no idea. idea. Sorry, okay. It's a rabbit then. So, see, looking at this already, it already looks like an anime ass film. Yeah. So this is very, is she very Freddy Krueger claws? No, I think she has throwing knives. Oh, yeah. is that what it is? I'm having trouble seeing from here. Let's get a looky. Here we go. Is this going to be subtitled, do you think? I have no idea. That'll go well. This will go mad on a podcast. It's a bunch of Japanese. Okay, it's a man, samurai walking through. Like, he's, he's not, not human. human. Oh, that's the thing as well. He's a monster. He doesn't die. He seems to only have one eye. You're lucky you can die. Yeah, he can't die. Wow, this looks anime as fuck. It's like very... He's a mortal warrior. Who's a magnet. <laughs> I think that might be the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Kill my Kill my, these are some a fun, magnet killed his father funky subtitles somewhere in Edo black and white scene. kind of makes the, the, the fight Judy. unfair was that Judy Dench was it I don't know probably not my father from what I it's been a long time since I read any of this but yeah it's, it seems to be following so he's an immortal um Samurai, well, I suppose Ronin, and then there's this oh, girl jumpy. that wants to avenge her father, and he helps her, and there's lots of guys to fight. I can't remember the exact one. This kind of looks pretty cool, actually. He turned his sword into like a sword staff thing. It's very stylish. Double edged lightsaber. Where's the hundredth bomb from? It's Takeshi Miki! Oh, the director of 13 Assassins? 
And he, he also um, Ichi the Killer. You ever see that? Fucking hell. He's great. I got blood on it. If I had to describe him, he's the Japanese Tarantino. Got you. Except he's a lot fuzzier than Tarantino's <laughs> making a new movie this week. Are you alright? Cassidy kids are great. So this guy cannot die. He can't die. Why do people pack fights with him then? Because they're idiots. Oh, that's clearly it. I hear about this guy, can he die? I let's try and kill him. No, do you not hear what I just fucking said? Maybe they see the like you know, people saying, Oh, he's immortal and they're like is that, is, that, is that a challenge? No. Uh, Maybe. It's like, do you remember that great line in the 300 film when they're talking about the immortals? And he's all the immortals. We put their name to the test. Yeah. <laughs> and he just murders all of them. But in all fairness, you know, that, most of the fights ends with the other guy dead. So it is kind of just a, a you know, story. This guy's immortal. I was going to say, but that, really? that looked really good. That did look very good. I, I kind of, I'm kind of, I do like Takeshi Miki's films as well. Yeah, it looks fun. But it's um, some of his films are really fucked up. Still no killer donut, but okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> Still no what? Killer, killer donut. donut. <laughs> it, it, it'll probably <gasps> it's probably crazier than the killer donuts. Immortal Blade versus the Killer Donuts. There's a film sequel. <laughs> but no, yeah, that like actually looks. It, a lot it looks more. really. It's really stylish. Um, so it looks like some really good fight choreography there I like the whole turning the two swords into like a stick yeah it was pretty cool that was pretty cool mm, yeah definitely want to see that so I'm guessing uh, the little doll there basically wants revenge against her dad being killed and he's all alright then I'll help you yeah and I think it's the sort of thing where it's like a, it's a big I don't know if they're like a crime organization then you have your big lieutenants who are all have their own sort of I use this weapon and then you have to fight them I, I don't know what the what the hook is in terms of like yeah you can't kill him so where's the you know what, the the threat <laughs> he just runs in there and why why even bother if you can't be killed why even bother how to learn how to use a sword effectively just run at them uh, <laughs> well just because you can't die doesn't mean you can't be subdued and put in a prison and left say, uh, there forever probably, <laughs> that's probably what the idea is but you is. have a sword try and capture him well, that'll do it then. Yeah. Shall we close this up then? Yeah, I'm afraid we didn't get any questions this month. Again? Oh. I'm afraid so. And I'll be honest, uh, I tried looking up some more Agony Ant ones and believe it or not, it, like there's only a handful of funny Agony Ant questions on the internet. Yeah, I, most of it's just bullshit. Uh, I don't think we'll ever beat Christopher. So. <laughs> Christopher will live on there's a t-shirt to be made <laughs> of Christopher's face a Christopher t-shirt <laughs> just be a fucking a belly button a with belly nipples <laughs> <laughs> cigar in it <laughs> <laughs> that would look so weird that would look weird you walking around with three nipples and a belly button on your t-shirt <laughs> although the fat cat t-shirt still has to be made just his face and penis below it. <laughs> I want that. I have to I have to get that made. But no, no questions this month, I'm afraid. So uh, Boo. uh guys, if you're listening, and I know we had a lot more listens last month, so don't be don't be shy. Send us in any little question. Anything at all. 
I'm going to send in a question. Okay. Mm. But we're sitting right here. No, I have to send it in. Oh, okay. Uh, Where do we send it into? Well, I'm glad you asked, Scott. That wasn't... That was seamless. Seamless. Uh, So you're probably... Like butter. (laughs) Like a hot knife through butter. That was oddly sexual. I'm sorry. Um, Mm. (laughs) Oh, man. You really like your butter. Don't ever make that noise again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was this? Uh, oh yeah, how you can contact us? Fuck, I'm never on hearing that noise. <laughs> so if you, you know, what you should do make the connection to your wife. Now. No, just think about it. Don't. <laughs> so the naked um, Hulk. Now that's in my head. <laughs> so you've probably been listening to this and thinking that uh, maybe you do or don't want to contact the mad bastards on this podcast. It's completely up to yourself. I completely understand if you don't. However, if you're one of the mad bastards that do want to contact, contact us, contact us, contact us, you can get us on facebook.com forward slash evil g studios where you can send us messages or, or like our page and things like that. You can get us on Twitter at evil g studios ni. You can email us at evil g studios at gmail.com or you can check out our website where we have loads of articles and web comics and things like that at www.evilgstudios.com. Or, if you want to check out this uh, podcast and the other podcasts we've done previously, we are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Awesome. Did I miss anything? I think I missed something. There's somewhere else you can get the podcast, I think. Stitcher! There you go. Does anyone use... I don't think anyone uses... I've never heard of anyone using Stitcher. No, I don't think anyone uses Stitcher. I think it's one of the main ones that comes up when you Google our podcast, though. That's about it. Hmm? I think it's one of the main links that comes up when you Google... For iTunes? Well, no, no, it's one of the, one of the one. Main. Well, it's only in the three <laughs> places. I think hmm. I may have put it other places. I don't know. iTunes seems to be where we get the most hits, anyway. So all you iTunes listeners, thanks, and all you SoundCloud listeners, thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot. For all right, guys, uh, thanks for listening. We will catch you next month, I guess. I suppose. Where will we be looking back? I suppose that's the plan. At the year of two thousand seventeen. What a fucking year what a fucking year indeed <laughs> it's funny the way everyone was like 2016 was pretty bad 2017 be grand nah everyone's dying in 2016 and now everyone's just molesting each other the world ends next year wow <laughs> okay that's a really nice way to end <sighs> who's playing us out play some happy music right. for god's sake I guess unhappy since Mario Odyssey has come out I'm gonna play the awesome song that plays on the uh, New Donk City level which is um, so on that level you sort of put together a band to play at this festival New Donk City has the, the, the mayor Pauline who you may know from Donkey Kong Donkey Kong kidnaps her and Mario saves her and she's the mayor of New Donk City wait a minute wait a minute when you put this band together uh-huh. does Bowser kidnap him for his wedding no oh does he get a band no what an idiot no entertainment no entertainment. I'm going to say it's it's quite funny. This is going off on a tangent here, but when you break into, you do the whole like break into the church, run down the aisle, and there's uh, there's Bowser and Peach up there. Now the ring he has is like massive. It's way bigger than Peach, so he's trying to stuff her entire be her entire body into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is the song that when you complete the level, basically you do this little side scrolling thing and you actually play Donkey Kong level and this is the song that Pauline sings 
Um, and it's called Jump In. Is it? Jump Up. Jump Up. Jump In. Jump Up Superstar. Jump Up Superstar. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Yep, and there. Yes, it's playing. All right, guys. Uh, yep, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Evil G Podcast. Goodbye. Me, grab coins with me, okay?